Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You do what I say. So you chat in now. Hello and welcome to Core. This is Core, talking video games, industry stuff, games we're playing, everything in between. I'm Scott Johnson with Bo Schwartz and John Jagger, and it's a big week yeah, for you games. Are. Yeah, I am. Um, a lot going on, but I had to share a, a tragedy to get us started today. A little bit of a tragedy. For someone, not me. Think so. It wasn't me. Tragedy! No, not like that. Uh, that was the Bee Gees, right? Yeah. I'm thinking of the Wu-Tang song. Oh, well, I'm thinking of Tragedy! Rizzo in particular. Pre-show, guys. Yeah, there's no singing. It's just like you know, yeah. Uh, bung, bung, bong, now I'm just rap. thinking he ain't heavy. He's my brother. Uh, Mama said. Well, the lyric is Fiji's song. I know. <laughs> lyric is falling on your head like a tragedy. Oh, that is a dark. It would be a tragedy to fall on your head. It's a, it's astute. I agree. <laughs> oh, that's true. I would be. I fell out of my chair just a little bit once, and it hurt real bad. Did falling you really? On my head would like, be awful. Like man. recently, you fell out of your chair. I don't know, like a thing months ago, maybe oh. a year. Oh, I just, you know, I did that thing where you're like, I can reach it. And you yeah. just lean a little too far. And then next thing you know, the chair's going with you. Yeah, I don't love just that. Just a short little fall to the floor. <laughs> you know, no big deal, except it hurt for a month. Yeah. That short little fall gets uh, longer and longer. The older you get has been my experience. <laughs> it, does. it really does. Yeah. I don't love that about physics and my life. Anyway. Um, no, this isn't that, but it's something, somebody somewhere sad about it. I was in a parking lot, Target parking lot. Uh, Bo, do you have Target up there? Uh, I, no, no. No? You have Walmart, no Target, right? We have Walmart, but Walmart's everywhere. Yeah, Walmart's, Walmart's is mega, there's mega Walmart corpo. Walmart in the Arctic Circle, I think. <laughs> They're going to be the number Target one. Target is basically Walmart, but it smells okay. In there. I've been to Target, <laughs> and when I go to BlizzCon, we had a, a Target excursion. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. that. And you got stuff. You got needful things, things you needed for the week when we, when we did that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got, um, I was going to say Jack Palance's lemonade. No. Whose lemonade was it? I'm sorry. Hold on. <laughs> David Newman. Who's David Newman? Are you talking about an Newman. Arnold Palmer? <laughs> that's it, Arnold Palmer. I got Arnold. That's, I, I bought, that's the name of a drink when they combine lemonade and iced tea. Yeah, I, I bought a giant gasoline tank of Arnold Palmer for my weekend. That's m- mostly what I drank in my hotel room at BlizzCon. I wish it was called a Jack Palance now. It's not, but I wish it was. <laughs> we, need, we need to remember Jack Palance in the form of drink a little more. Oh, that guy's I, great. Freaking love that guy. Um. Well, anyway, 
this is worse than than all these things. No, what was I saying? Oh no, I was in the Target parking lot. That's the only reason we got to Target. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was driving around and I saw something that was looked a little smeared out, but brightly colored. And I'm like, what is that on the on the ground? And it looked like a tire mark was in it, but it was almost like paint or something. I just got real curious. Not a lot of people in the parking lot, so I went around the cor- the corner again and came back around, opened my door, and looked down. I should have got a picture of this. I don't know what the frick I was thinking. Oh, I know what I was thinking. I left my phone at home. I don't have other cameras. That's what it was. I was so mad at myself for not taking my phone. But anyway, I opened the door, and down there is a smeared out, again, almost like liquid, but it's a solid form, obviously. Somebody's yellow uh, Nintendo Switch light just and this like one of it still had one of the the sticks kind of hanging out at a weird angle screens completely smished half the thing is kind of smeared and drawn out like in a long schmear and uh buttons Uh you know laying here and there the little a and b buttons were like out and on the ground and all the innards are kind of hanging out those little circuit boards and stuff i don't know i just felt kind of bad some kid or i don't know i don't know who did this but somebody somewhere probably dropped it, didn't notice, got under their tire, and they backed up over this thing. And it was just kind of sad. You know? Switch 2 comes out soon. <laughs> That's the it answer. Might have, that, yeah. that would be the presumption that it was accidental, but it might have been on purpose. Could have been Did a I stunt. Ever, have I something? ever shared the story about when my mom smashed my video game? No. Baseball bat? No, go. What? Is, what oh, when? Give us oh, a, well, I wanted to. So I had a friend at the time, Fufu. And um, hi, Fu, if you're listening. He's in Korea now. Fufu. But he might, he might listen. You never know. We yeah. haven't talked, spoken a long time. But yeah, lady I, Poodle. Yeah. So it's girl. This is the nickname. His name's Francois. Oh, okay. But okay. Call him okay. I was going to just say, like, that's. Wait. I've you only had a, known Poodles with that. You had a name. Korean friend named Fufu who. No, he's <laughs> Lebanese. He's, he's a Lebanese guy named Francois. It's <laughs> even getting weirder, dude. Damn. Yeah, I know. Well, it's a right, rabbit hole. We're a multicultural country. Not if just because you're Lebanese doesn't mean you need to be named, you know, Akbar or whatever. Some Arabic or something. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Like, you know, I'll take, the, I'll take the bullet on Foo, that. My yeah. name is a good friend. I haven't Thanks, spoken Dad. to him in a long time. <laughs> the reason is in Korea is he moved to British Columbia and there's lots of Koreans in British Columbia and he fell in love and moved to Korea and he lives there happily ever after. Great. But, um, yeah, no, uh, he was my best friend back in the day, yeah. and I wanted to sleep over at his house. And my mom was like, no, you can't sleep over at his house. And I wasn't taking no for an answer, and I was just yelling, you're the worst. Why can't I stay over there? She's like, stop asking me. The answer is no, and I wouldn't stop asking her. So she got my gauntlet, um, Nintendo NES cartridge gauntlet. She's like, if you don't stop harassing me about sleeping over, I'm going to smash your video game. And... I called her dare and kept harassing her because I wanted to sleep over. She took the baseball bat to gauntlet. I'll never forget it. How about your NES? So, the, 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 and the, then she got, I think a second game went under, but I don't remember which one it was. <laughs> and then the system was going to come under fire. And I finally tapped. That it. was your line. I made it. I got yeah. two games deep and I was like, you win. And oh, that was a miserable weekend. I don't think she oh, remembers. Why? I remind I her about so it. I'm so glad you told this story. I am going to immediately share this with my stepson. Yeah, do it. He's in trouble today for getting in a fight at school, which according to the teachers, he started. Uh-oh. And the only thing he is worried about is that we took his Xbox away. Mm. And... Oh. I told him when he continued to not feel any remorse for slapping a kid, I told him, I was like, I'm 
Maybe it just goes away. Maybe we sell it. And he's like, you wouldn't do that. All that money you spent would go away. I was like, whoa, I'm going to share this story now. Now I've got an example yeah. and I don't have to break anything to do it. I, I, The worst I ever did was I, I did throw a bottle of perfume of my stepdaughter's <laughs> on the roof of our old house. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Why? Do I even want to know why it's perfume? Was, was the perfume the offending agent that made you want to throw it up there or was it something else? You just grabbed a random I, object or what happened there? I didn't know that this was true until I started <laughs> cohabitating with people, but apparently I have an extremely sensitive sense of smell. Oh. Like I will from across the room go, oh, the baby needs changing when other people are like, is that true? Is it like I apparently it's just hypersensitive sense of smell. And she kept using this perfume profusely that was filling the entire house and driving me crazy. And I tell her to stop. And she kept thinking she could use less and I wouldn't notice. But again, hypersensitive sense of smell. I knew every time. And I said, I'm taking it away if you ever do it again. And I don't know if she went into the room and just did it to spite me. But all of a sudden, the flood of smell came in. I walked in. I grabbed it. They chased me outside going, what are you doing? And I chucked it on the roof of our apartment. Wow. Like, like, like Walter White pizza style, just hurled it up <laughs> yeah, there. Just up there. There it goes. That's where it lives. Sometimes. I, and like, there's going to be people that disagree with this and that's fine. Sometimes as a parent, you have to go outside of the familiar territory. Yep. You can't always just go, well, here, here's your grounding. No video games for an evening. And the TV's next if you give me attitude. Because as soon as kids know what to expect, they know how to exploit it. Every now and then, you just have to do something just crazy enough for the kid to doubt, this is the time that something really weird is going to happen if I act up. Mm -hmm. yeah. I should maybe stay in check. I, I agree. Maybe this time is the time someone breaks my NES cartridges or throws perfume on the house. Wow. You know, it doesn't have to be constant. Just every now and then you got to slap that system to where it's like, oh, something, something crazy. Something happened. crazy, right. Bo, did, they, did she target Gauntlet in particular, like on purpose Gauntlet because no, it was your favorite no. or something? I, I was driving her crazy. I think it was it was mostly madness. Hmm. I don't. I, so John sounds very deliberate with yeah. his plan. This was not. This was not deliberate. This was pathos, like on both sides. It's like a Jerry Springer episode, basically. Dang. I'm screaming. She's screaming at me to shut up, and she doesn't know what else to do. It's. I've been bugging her for hours. Like I. Yeah. We've established before. I know how to push people's buttons, and when you're a dumb little kid, and you decide <laughs> you're going to be an asshole, then you know. Yeah. I don't think I was a sympathetic player in this drama mm. but um and my mom's not normally prone to these things so that would say a lot about how shitty i was being yeah but uh yeah it's uh I, i've never forgot it it's a <laughs> to this dad before years old i'm like oh yeah the time that i got my shit smashed in by my mom and the worst i ever did i was 16 and i found a there was a loaf of frozen bread on the counter that was thawing for something yeah and she wouldn't let me go out with my friend and I got so mad that I just grabbed the closest thing to me, which happened to be the loaf of frozen bread. It's like, you know, white bread, sliced frozen bread. And I hurled it at her as hard as I could. And it missed her by not very much, maybe an inch, and left a dent in the counter next to her. 
And I felt so bad about that. What was I, it you threw? It was a frozen loaf of bread in a bag. Okay. I thought maybe I missed. Fro- you whipped it hard. I, I did. I did whip it hard. I totally did, which is partly anything. why I didn't hit the mark because I was like, wa- I threw it wildly. I was just like full of rage, which mm. no one can ever. People always say, I can't even picture that. Well, you know, when you're 16 and your hormones are blazing and you're all supposed to go somewhere and there's going to be girls there, they're going to come meet you there and we're all excited and, I, and I'm driving and my friends are all waiting, all this <laughs> stuff. She was just like, you're not going out. You can't. I'm mad at you for this. Or I don't remember what the deal was, but I went fine. And I grabbed the bread as hard as I could put a dent in the counter. And I simmered down. I realized what I did. And I was like, I could have really hurt my mom. That would have been bad. I got lucky, I guess. But anyway, don't run over your yellow switch in the parking lot at Target is the bottom line. Yeah, that's that's where I think maybe a kid got in trouble and some crazy mom went like, you know what? Here's what's happening <laughs> in your switch. <laughs> <laughs> Going over and over again. It's a that, crime scene. Yeah, it was pretty a bad. Scene of punishment. Anyway, uh, good luck to that kid. Hopefully he gets his uh, crap together. We are now going to dive into our main topic today. And our lesson. What a lesson. Our main topic today happens to be a video game. So hold hold still and enjoy. Oh my god. Yeah, we're gonna talk about uh well, I don't want to get hyperbolic yet, but it does feel like one of, if not the biggest turnaround in big AAA games in a while. <laughs> It's, I don't want to get hyperbolic yet. <laughs> Bo and I both look at the show notes where it says game of year uh, in all caps next to Scott's name. You're not wrong. Um, in fact, I'll just tell people how it's written here. It says the cyberpunk 2077 turnaround is real. Uh, down later where we talk about how we're enjoying ourselves. My first letters are game of the year or my first words all in caps. That's and exciting. Right now. I feel the that year you just wrote game of year. Yeah, like game, game of Thrones. Game of, game year. of year. Game of year. Game of Throne. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll get to that in a minute. Why I think that might be happening in a year that is already full of things that A, actually came out this year uh, and B, are, you know, excellent in every way. Uh, Baldur's Gate, Starfield for me, you know, a handful of other, you know, Dave the Diver is actually up on my list. There's there's some good games to recommend this year and still some well, on the way. What game are we talking about now? We're what talking about taking over those games. <laughs> We're going to talk about Cyberpunk 2077 uh, and its expansion slash DLC called Phantom Liberty. I don't think it's fair to call it an expansion. It isn't that. It's uh, it's it's appropriately priced, good big chunk of content, and they call it DLC. So they're not trying to fool anybody. They made. Well, I think expansion works. It's right because it expands. It's the game. definitely an expansion. I guess so. This is a hundred percent an expansion. But everyone calls it DLC. Why are they not calling it an expansion? Including because CD we Project live Pro. in a world where our stupid video game society killed expansions, even though that's what everybody <laughs> liked and it was working fine. I th- I just felt like twenty nine bucks was low for an expansion, so it felt more like DLC. Uh, was part of the reason I'm using DLC as a term because if this was like a full blown expansion, oh, I you, see what you mean. They could have. You're saying they could have charged seventy for the what the cost. Oh yeah, in there. or at least fifty nine or some other price that you would normally pay. You know, if you pay for an expansion for World of Warcraft, you can pay fifty bucks. You want to pay for an expansion of, I don't know, like proper like the word expansion. They 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 on their own information. CD Projekt Red keeps calling it DLC. I'm not saying that should change anyone's expectations. I actually think there's a lot there for the money. 
especially for the money because only 29 bucks is kind of stupid cheap. Actually, the the AAAs have taught me that anything called DLC is usually unsatisfyingly short. Mm. Yeah. Like, uh, I, this is an expansion. By the numbers, this is an expansion. I saw Idris Elba talking on some online program, and he specifically corrected DLC to expansion. He did. If you're not going to listen to Idris Elba, then who the hell are you going to listen to? Oh, He yeah. corrected them. They said, and so when's this DLC coming out? And he's all, well, it's an expansion. Oh, man, I didn't know this. He oh. did. I okay. think it was on an IGN video. Then I've changed uh, my tune. My tune has changed. Yeah. I am now singing a different tune. It is a full-blown expansion at the low, low price of twenty nine ninety nine, which I think is good. <laughs> Not saying it's a bad thing either way. Uh, all I'm saying is, specifically the 2.0 business, along with this quote-unquote expansion, has made it one of the best games I've ever played, ever. Like, I know, John, you said this last week a little bit, that it ended up being one of your favorite game experiences in a very long time. That was true of me, too, when I did my first playthrough. But that first playthrough wasn't perfect. It had some issues, a lot of glaring stuff that never really got fixed with the patches, although a lot did. But, you know, the the police system was still borked. It made the city feel weird. There's a lot of reasons why that thing was rough on some of its on, around some of its edges. Um, the changes they made to the game, core changes to the way your character is built, the way things work, being able to launch yourself out of a car and do the craziest shit I've ever seen. Um the 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 car combat in general, the police system that is now in in there, uh, the C, the CCP or no Night City NCPD are actually a formidable foe now, and you yeah. got to kind of be careful around them. Um, all of those things, along with just general cleanup, they added music. Uh, just in the 2.0 stuff, the free update just added so much new stuff and so much final polish fix. It's almost like this game, which launched around the time uh, Baldur's Gate 3 went into early access. So if you want to think of it this way, Baldur's Gate and uh, Cyberpunk's 2077 were both in early access for three years. One of them didn't call it early access and had a full-blown release, but really it was still kind of early access. Now the final game's out. This is like 1.0. Well, I guess it's 2.0. But I think it is so freaking good it's all I've wanted to play. It's all I have played, really. And that's rare for me. I usually like to break out and go, yeah. well, I got Thief Simulator 2 coming out. Let's see what we got going over here. Or this is, here's a new uh, Stardew Valley ripoff, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm always, you know, eyeing smaller games. Yeah, how, how's games. your Shadowheart relationship progress going? It's at a virtual standstill. She's not doing shit. She's over there. She's way over there on that hard drive right now. I'll get back to her. Don't worry. But the point get is. Back to struggling with Judy now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got a question about Judy. I'll get that in a sec. But I, this is a brain. So I beat the game before. I played 2077 to completion story-wise. I didn't do every side mission, but I was kind of like, well, when the expansion slash DLC comes out, I'll you know dive in. This thing comes out, and like John and a bunch of other people, and even CD Projekt Red were like, you know, our recommendation is start a new character, experience this world with all these changes in the way that we really want this to be now. And so I decided to do that. What's, you know, no point in just doing a little bit of DLC and then getting out. I wanted to see the whole thing again. So I did that. I went with a, John, cold your ears. I went with a dude this time. All right. Yeah, that's okay. Now you can date Pan Am. So, well, see, Judy. Yeah, Pan Am's good. So, Judy, Pan Am still drives me crazy. 
She, what? I can't be around her very much. She drives me up a tree. She's just so overly like... What? I can't explain what? it. You know the whole thing where you're trying to get her friends, or you're trying to take down... You do the EMP and take down the the UAV ship, and then it crashes, and you got to go over there and deal mm, with all that. Yeah. It's all a very yeah. cool sequence and everything. But here's my impression of her in the car. V, get in the car. I don't know what we're going to do! Hey, V, let me tell you a little something about another thing. <laughs> hey, I don't think it fell down. What's going on over there? I can't tell. She is so all over the effing place. She almost feels like she's got a problem. Something's wrong with her. And she drives me crazy. Oh, my gosh. She drives me crazy. She's got a stressful life. You know, she's like trying to lead the family, but she's on the outs of the family all the time. So she's the only one, though, that I can romance as a chosen. No, you have another option. There is another. Well, is it Judy? Because I don't care about anybody else. It's not Judy. Damn it. It's not Judy. Judy's not into you, man. I love Judy. Yeah, well, then you should have played as the superior Lady V. But you chose <laughs> no, to be a the, dude, and Judy isn't into you now. No, both. Bo- I think both, unlike Mass Effect, both playing as both genders have equal claim to being awesome. I've played both. Yeah. I like the dude a lot. I think the actor's really good. Um, I was for a hot second tempted, though, because you can do this when you make your character. You just can't change it later. But I was going to give him a Virginia but the low voice and the rest of him would be the man stuff, right? Yeah, give, uh-huh. give him a Nash. Yeah, and then I, thought, then, I, then I thought, then I thought, well, if I did pocket, that. That's where did this thought bubble come from, I don't from, know. Scott? That's, that's that new. A, that's new. <laughs> that was incredible timing. And then I thought. How is that happening? Where did that come from? Okay, well, the only thing it could be, that's just my know. camera. I just installed. Okay, let me try <laughs> that, that again. Amazing. Let me try that again. I was thinking, no, uh, it has to be something to do. I installed Sonoma, the new the new Mac OS, and it's really got some cool shit in it. And I maybe yeah. I enabled something. I don't know what I enabled. Anyway. The, well, maybe this is going to be thing? the best night of core in the whole world, <laughs> if this is what we can wow. expect, because that was an That was really weird. Thing. Hopefully I, there's no NSF, NSFW content. Yeah, oh, they're saying it's triggered by a thumbs up. I'm trying. Maybe How? I don't have it. Oh, thumbs up. Hold on. Oh, it is. <laughs> there it is. There it is. It is. It's from my thumbs. Can I do two? Why is, why is mine not working? <gasps> oh shit! Oh my goodness! What is this? What is this? What is, some gesture thing? Is it happening in Zoom or something? What? It must be Zoom because you guys are. Does yeah, Zoom, Zoom know there's three hosts on the show? <laughs> Yeah, Zoom does. <laughs> Boo! What if I do birds? Hold on. Two birds. Big Aaron, birds. Try doing a uh, little like that. LOL. <laughs> ha 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 ha. No? Nah, everybody's saying it's an Apple thing. Okay. Uh, it's an works. Apple Zoom thing, I guess. So I that know. that came, that's new then with this update. I apologize. I will this no longer. This is great. No, leave that active forever. <laughs> this, is a, this is a feature, didn't, not a bug. Didn't mean for I'm that I'm sorry. I wish we could have access to it to program sneaky things in that we think you'll do. So can you, if you put your thumb up right now, what happens? Nothing? Just Nothing. curious. I just, my thumb comes up. I can miss. Oh, yeah, I guess. That's weird. Welcome to the future, everyone. It's great we're talking about cyberpunk because this shit fits in there. But um, pretty much. Anyway, yeah. what was I saying? Oh, so I almost did that so that I uh, was just you know guy with a vagina, and I thought that would maybe <laughs> endear me to Judy. Um, mm-hmm. I accidentally told my wife. She says, she says, so you're starting a new character. I said, yeah. And I go, I mean, why is what's the big deal about this Judy person? I said, ah, oh, she's just got these like Judaisms. And then I went, oh no, 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 no. You don't say Judaism. What are you saying? 
I wasn't yeah. trying to. So it wasn't on the air or anything. Well, now it is because I've said it, but I said it to my yeah, wife. Yeah, but she's done it. She laughed we, really hard. We know hard. the spelling you're using. Yeah, the spelling is very much for Judy. But anyway, it's that, like Judge but, Judyism. Judge Judy has Judge Judyisms. But like would that work it. with her? Meaning, what? she only wants to date women. Well, you could you could put ism at the end of any word, like uh, oh, that's a classic Boism. No, I don't mean you that. <laughs> I mean, oh, that no. that's a Johnism. No, Scott I mean, just wants to know what he needs to do to date Judy. Besides, I think you start need to a have character. a female body type and a female voice. I think that is a prerequisite for Judy. Okay, because oh, Judy's got oh, her own so taste. Genitals are open. Well, are sometimes they are. <laughs> No, I mean like you can get you can get boobies in a female voice, but have a Mister Stud or you know, in the yeah yeah. The I pocket. think so. I don't actually know. That's the problem. And I really like Judy. I mean, I've never looked into it that well, far. Um, but- I, well, I'll I'll read it out right here. I think I found the list. Okay. Maybe not. Nope. Hold on. Okay. While Let's you're looking at that, let me just say this real quick for people at home. My primary goal is not necessary. I'm not trying to get someone in the sack. That's not my no, goal. No, you're trying to. You yeah, want to see the romance. Yeah. Here's your it's options. Cool. If yeah, it's different in Phantom Liberty, I don't know. But here's your here's your main romance relationship options. Judy, if you have a feminine body with a feminine voice. Crap. Harry. Uh, Carrie Harry. Uridine. Yeah. You have to have a masculine body with a masculine voice. Okay. So he, he's a possibility. Okay. No uh, thanks. Pan Am, you have to have a masculine body. Can it be a one night stand and I never see her again? <laughs> and yeah, River you Ward, know. you have to have a feminine body. Who was the other? What was the third or fourth one? What was that? River Ward. Why do I why can't I think of who River Ward is? You might you may not, not have met him. Yeah, he's a side uh, quest. Oh, probably right. He I lives don't. kind of in a trailer park. I don't He's a remember cop. that. All right. Well, I don't want any dudes anyway. What I want is Judy. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. The point is, uh, I don't care because I like playing this. The, the male voice actor, I forget his name. He's awesome. He's very, very good. Uh, and I've really enjoyed this playthrough. And I thought at first, is it just because it's a new character and it's like playing new again? I think it's a broader thing. And now, And then we'll start talking about this for real. The, the big change to me since 2.0... And not even I even I'm I'm in Pacifica right now and have the quest to start the Phantom Liberty stuff at level 18 or something. Um, but I haven't done it yet because I'm so enthralled with everything else. I'm more enthralled this time, and I was trying to figure out why I was so much more into these moments, into the just tone of it, the minutia, the music, the sound, the everything. Why was it working so much harder on me this time? And I think the answer is this is a complete package. As as originally envisioned, or at the least the way they wanted it to turn out in the end, and it feels complete and done and not glitchy in any way. You've um, had a graphics card update too between old and new, right? No, last year I played. Um, I played the three years old. Cyberpunk's three years old. Came out three years ago. Yeah, but the the full playthrough I did last year. Because I waited yeah, for all we, those patches. Yeah, we all did a play. Well, I don't know all of us, but I, I know Scott and I both did a playthrough around oh. uh, 1.6 around Edge Runners. Yeah, and I think it's when I'm I got noting my a car. graphical difference. It looks way better. Well, that's true too, because now you got uh, light, true light tracing. You've got DLLS. You got all the stuff's been added in 2.0. I didn't even mention that stuff. That's a good point. So a bunch of graphical updates. So the immersion is definitely better, but I'm just feeling like cohesion of all parts. Mm-hmm of acting, portrayal, tone, look, feel. The the shooting's uh, real good 
and it was good before, but it just feels, I don't know, perfect now. It is somehow even better. I like, I don't want to drag the game, but it's the last game I played and it's the last game I talked about shooting in. I was pleasantly surprised by Starfield shooting. Yeah. And I went into cyberpunk and I was like, boy, I hope the shooting in this is as good as that. And for the initial little bit that I played, I was like, yeah, they're on par. And then all of a sudden I unlocked new abilities and started upgrading my cyberware. And I went, oh, it's different league. Whole different cyberpunk shooting is insanely good and satisfying. And it's not just the shooting. Like I've been playing for a long time uh, in this playthrough as uh, a knife juggler. Mm. Uh, and throwing knives feels cool in this game. Like everything in this game feels awesome. I'm throwing knives, looking like a badass, and doing cool things because I can literally throw a knife into somebody, walk up, pull it out of them, and then stab them with it for extra damage. Yeah, like that stuff is so cool. Yeah, and yet I'm still out. like, man, I want to try these heavy like hammer skills, and I want to try this, and I want to. I've switched between mantis blades and gorilla arms multiple times. Cause I like both of them. Yeah. Uh, even had the little rocket that shot out of my hand for a little while. Like I just, there's so much in this game that I enjoy combat wise. So much of it feels good. Yeah. Um, I, I it's, it's crazy how well they've done with well, all that. And, and I think that's, I mean, that's basically part of what I'm saying. Like the whole is now greater than the sum of its parts. And I felt like it used to feel like the sum of its parts were the whole and it was fine. Um, it just feels, it feels so good. Like I, I, I'm, I, I know I'm in a bubble right now, but I really do feel that strongly about it that I would call this 2020 game that got fixed in 2023, my 2023 game of the year. And I think maybe I can get away with it given, you know, there's, there's DLC slash expansion for it. And so you can sort of fake it in, but man, it's good. We're not quite as stringent with our rules here. So for sure on the core broadcast, that's true. Bo, since we're talking about these impressions, what are you, what are yours? I know you're about where I am in terms of you haven't started the fan. Yeah, I haven't stuff. done any expansion content. I started a new save file, and as expected, I'm just doing NCBD shit. Mm. I'm like, so my criticisms of the game remain. I don't think they'll be fixed for this game. It doesn't seem feasible, but I'm sure maybe in a sequel it will be, which the two big ones were the game is hilariously out of order. You do the second biggest mission is like the first thing you do. Mm. Like, I want to be a street cred guy. It's like, I don't have street cred. And then all of a sudden, Dexter Deshaun's telling me to go to Arasaka. It's like going to McDonald's and asking them to be CEO of Microsoft. You know? like it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it doesn't, I just narratively, I'm just, I always feel that like it's disjointed. So when I start the game, I tend to just do the side missions. Like I'm level 24 now. And, and I think CD Projekt Red, not that great. At, the combat feels good, but it's not challenging. Like maybe it's the build I picked. I went with the cool dead eye um mm. i'm a revolver guy i'm yeah. like and the way i'm sort of rping it a bit which is fun is like i'm mad as hell that jackie got killed right so i'm just shooting everyone it's a criminal i just shoot them in the head like so when i go up to an ncd pd spot and they're going to see me and my sand stand kicks in i just whip out the gun headshot 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 like combat's over in two seconds wow and i'm like it's cool but it's not incredibly challenging or engaging, you know. It's like, you can it's, make yourself pretty. John's OP. right; it's fun. Like I'm like, this is cool, yeah. but but I'm I'm like a little unsatisfied on the fighting front because it's over in two seconds all the time. Mm. 
Um, what level? The story is great. What difficulty yeah, like are you playing on? Are you playing on the hardest, the middle? Uh, the... Hard. I probably should bump it up to very hard. Mm. But yeah, um, I don't know if it's the, it's gonna. I don't be think it's gonna make a insanely difference. different. Like this game just doesn't seem like it's a game that's supposed to challenge you. But like, yeah. It's, well, it depends. Your level of challenge is different. I mean, we we come from like a MOBA background. Like we're used to challenges too, in a way. Yeah, I different. mean, I'm happy with it. I like having games where I feel like a untouchable badass. The mm. only thing that's tricky for me right now in the game, and even then, it's like I have enough tools at my disposal to where it's not really a problem. Is I only have one weapon that is non-fatal, and mm. that's a throwing knife. Mm. So anytime I do a cyber psycho mission. It's me, <laughs> Cyber Psycho, with one throwing knife. And I'm like, oh, you, you're going to go down. I'm going to get you with this. Wow. And uh, those tend to be pretty fun. Uh, also, I've done the, I, I usually skipped it because it's just not the build or the direction I go. But one of the first missions you get is a boxing set of oh, missions to yeah. go and do a bunch of fights. Yeah, your, par- your apartment that. building has like that little ring going. You're supposed to go talk to those guys or whatever. I guess you probably did and that. And not only is that a really cool mission, but I'm doing it without being like putting a ton of points in body. So I'm not really designed to be a fighter, but it still works because with things like the San Devastan and stuff like that, I'm extremely agile. So you got these big bulky guys that, yeah, their fists hurt like hell, but I'm just like, you can't touch me though. Like yeah. I'll just dash away and I'll just hit you and like, it's been a real that part has been kind of a cool challenge to be not really built for that type of content, but still doing it and finding a way to make it work with what your build is. Yeah, so, yeah. but it has never really been hard. There's never been a point where I'm like, oh boy, this game is rough. Like it has been pretty casual. I can tell you, my thing. first, uh, the first time I played it, and even this time, my first few levels, maybe. Um, well, you've got, you know, low abilities and your, your Ram shard things are low and all that. I feel like I, it was a little harder, but you're, you're not wrong. You start to feel you, like a badass. And did you do main story content first. Part yeah, of it's also cause yeah. I know the optimal path cause I played through it before, Yeah, which is just do the NCPD stuff. Like I've, I've done the, like the going after Evelyn Parker in the scav, like up to that point, basically. Oh yeah. You're further so behind. Than me. Well, I mean, further it gets non-linear, right? Like I have, I've right. only done that. I, I gained like a bunch of levels, street cred, and like two hundred thousand um, dollars just from doing NCPD hotspots. Like I need to do that. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm down to thirty. Do I got like thirty grand. S- I got thirty grand in credits right now. I got no money. Yeah. It sucks. Well, plus yeah. a lot of that stuff opens up additional things. Like I thought I had done all the boxing stuff that I could do. And then I did a mission to deliver a guy, uh, you may know him, who has a grenade for a nose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and he asked me to do a favor for him. Well, it turns out once you've helped him and you know who that character is, he pops up as a potential fight later on in the game. Oh. You have to have done, you have to have met him first. Um, which, by the way, boxing him is super fun. Like, like that's the kind of challenge that I like. That fight wasn't hard. Beating him in a fight wasn't hard. Beating him in a fight without killing him was a challenge. <laughs> was it because you had to avoid his nose, the grenade Yes, nose? I couldn't punch him in the nose. And no. the game with its, you know, like, generous auto-aim to a degree when you're playing with controller really wants you to hit that nose. Yeah. 
I'm glad I saw it. <laughs> like, it is a thing you can do. You can punch him in the nose, and all of a sudden he goes, oh, shit. <laughs> it just all of a sudden his head explodes. <laughs> but I wanted to see him live because he's not a bad guy. He's a weird guy, but he's not a bad guy. So I had to really carefully, like, okay, I got to punch him in the back. I got to punch him in the leg. I got to punch him anywhere but the nose. Mm. And yeah. so that sort of stuff is really fun. Yeah. The, do we? How do we feel about the new... Uh, specking stuff the the talent system i think is better um because you can mostly because you can refund it and fiddle around a little you know you don't have to you don't have to stick to something if you don't like it you can go back i mean some of it's fundamental and you can't change it if you choose street kid or corpo or whatever your background stays if you choose um, your attributes 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 you can change once once that's it unless there's an item in the game i haven't heard um, um, there might be a surgery eventually or something, but I think I've only, I have one freebie in my UI. Yeah. yeah mine too. Let's me know. I like that but, though. Um, Give me some flexibility. Let me experiment. Yeah. Let me dick around a little bit. Cause the first time I played too, I feel like I didn't have a lot of leeway that way. I just had to, I, I, I like to play these games without looking at somebody's list of the perfect builds. I'd rather have the fun of, of, you know, exploring it and finding out what I can do. But in the end, I kind of made my female V was a little too, jack of all trades by the end and not really great at any one of them. And this time I'm, I'm focused on Netrunner stuff and you know, way it more. It seems like you want to pick a tree. Like I've gone deep in dead eye. So I just have all the revolver mm-hmm. and it, like it makes you very powerful. So, uh, the net running, the net running has three trees. So I'm not sure. I think one of them is really focused on combat quick hacks, which, yeah, which is fun. Um, I, I am incorporating net running into my revolver. So if like someone else is shooting me and it's like, they've got a gun, I can weapon glitch them. Or if they're one of those glitchy guys, I can toss a uh, movement crippling on them. Um, that's been kind of cool. Like there, there has been a little bit of that, which I like with the twitchy guys are still huge dicks. That's a great, great one to pick. Yeah. I kind of wanted to try it, but I just, I always end up wanting to do like cool ninja Throwing knives, melee weapons, pistols. I always end up there. And so I always end up getting rid of my um, net runner. Like it always ends up falling, oh, <laughs> falling yeah, by I the wayside that, for me. Um, yeah. Operating system wise, you can't have both like a paraline, which has like hacks in it, versus like a Sandevistan. Yeah, you're um, basically choosing system. between having a net deck or uh, Sandevistan or Berserker. Yeah, yeah. You're, which you're basically I felt kinda, picking one of those three. I felt kind of sad about, but one thing I didn't notice, which is I took a second look at, and I, I'm going to like make sure I spec, is that technical ability, um, which is one of the main core attributes, is way less lame now. Technical ability used to be like uh, your ability to recover like repair materials and build things, and it was super boring. <laughs> yeah. So that's gone. Everyone can just do that by default. What it does now is it increases your capacity for cyberware. And there's like an item use tree, which I'm like, eh, whatever. But, and the, well, like the top picture is a picture of David from Edge Runners. So it really is like the cyber psychosis tree. Like, just, yeah, you get cyberware, but technical ability lets you like ram your shit up with a bunch of chrome. Yeah. So I'm like, I was kind of like going Netrunner Deadeye. And I'm like, oh, but I want to be like the Edge Runner anime. I didn't realize. So now I'm like jacking up technical ability. <laughs> yeah. It's worth taking a look at because I overlooked it. 
Because I, 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 my brain was like, technical ability, lame. Don't even get to look stupid. But I finally got curious and looked, and I was like, oh, they actually put interesting stuff in the technical ability. No, it's ability good. Tree. It's also where you'll get a lot of armor bonuses if you're taking too much damage and stuff like yeah. that. But uh, yeah, you can. So you can get David's uh, Militech Sandevistan in the game, and it, it's big. Thi- like it's awesome. But it takes up a ton of points towards pushing you towards cyberpsychosis or your limit. Like I don't think yeah. you can actually no, there's, no. go. Like I think the game just prevents you. The from pen and pa- that the point. pen and the pen and paper does that. Like you roll like that. It can happen where you, you it's permanent death. You get cyberpsychosis, but not in the video game. The yeah, video game just has the game talks about it all the time, and there are people with it in the game. But I don't think your yeah. dude ever. I mean, you have a yeah. version of it anyway in the you know story that is taking you slowly down throughout the game it's a core it's a core component of the pen and paper i mean there was a lot of talk on our core discord about what is a solo because the word solo gets thrown around a ton in the game which is kind of like a weird garbage word if you don't know what it means like there's a solo perk tree for example and it's like and they talk they say verbally like we need a solo for this Solo is just like a one-man army like you're so chipped up with chrome and dermal armor and that's a class from pen and paper. And pen and paper, you can actually pick classes. And solo being, but the the, it's funny, you know, because you, you guys all watch the anime, right? And the yeah. anime, like, yeah. uh, spoilers, awesome. everyone, stop now. Everyone dies, and it's like you're not defined by how you live; it's by how you die. So when you play D anD D, you want to live a long time, meet gods, slay dragons, have a long campaign. In the cyberpunk pen and paper the idea is you're going to die. Like you're going to, you're going to, you're Icarus. You're going to try and fly as high to the sun as possible, chip up, get as much money, burn out and then go out in a blaze of glory. Like that's kind of what you want. So it's like a, sh- it's not a long campaign. It's like a shorter session. It's like, it's like, so the it's, nihil- like it's the nihilism part of it. There's a, that's a and, real thing in the game. Right? Yeah. And that's why like cyber psychosis is a part of it. Like you can kind of go too hard in adapting surgeries. Your body can't take it. You lose your mind and you're gone forever. Hmm. Um, there is, I think, methodology to recover yourself from cyberpsychosis, but it's like a big, it's a whole mechanic involving lots of money and therapy and shit like that. Yeah. But um, that, like a lot of the stuff from the, all that to say, a lot of the stuff from the pen and paper, they're not mechanics in the game, but they form part of the lore and the milieu. So that's why if you're bringing your cyberpunk knowledge from other cyberpunk things, but the terminology doesn't seem familiar. It's because it's from the pen and paper. That's all. Huh. That's all I wanted to say. It was just that's. Yeah. So the cyberpsychosis aspect is is that it's an important mechanic. And you've said before you would like to the, see sequels uh, attempt more in those in the, that part of that stuff, right? I like, don't think CD Projekt Red is. They're not Larian. Like I think if Larian got the IP and not CD Projekt Red, you'd see Larian as evidenced by Baldur's Gate 3 in their fifth edition adaptation, try to mechanically one-to-one a game like that. It'd probably be turn-based and probably tactical. They'd probably really nail social interaction because we love Baldur's Gate 3, but it would be a different tone. But if anything, I find, um, while Larian's willing to go there, I haven't seen them do serious stuff. But CD Projekt Red does like dark storylines, like not evil, just twisted. Mm Mm-hmm. In The Witcher, you know, I I often say, like, man, I love Witcher 3. It's the game that where I threw a baby in a furnace. You know, like, I can't believe I did that. What does that say about me? You know, like, mm-hmm. and in this one, there's a mission involving child pornographers. And it's like, they do really dark stuff. 
and I don't know if Larian would do dark stuff very well. So it's like, you know, yeah. it's trade-offs, yeah, right? Yeah, tra- so, trade-offs, different developers. I totally get that. Yeah. There's, It's funny, um, you, you bring that up and it reminded me of something. I was hanging out with Takiya, Taka, what's his name? The the bodyguard that's now your buddy. Um, and you're trying to help Takamura? him. Takamura? Takamura. Takamura. I'm hanging out with Takamura and uh, he, we had to have a meeting outside of this place we were trying to break into. So it's a very busy part of Japantown. And it's just, you know, we're, we've kicked in with the new uh, visual effects of the game. So stuff is really popping uh, eyeball wise. The music's insane. There's a lot, there's more crowd people. That's one thing I've noticed, by the way, they have felt more confident in putting more people in crowds in the game than they did previously. It used to feel a little empty. Um, so all this is going on. It's feeling really like realistic. And as I'm standing there talking to him, paper is blowing by. He's standing in front of a giant electric fl- flickering poster uh, that one of like, uh, you know, I think it's a dude bent over a toilet hurling in there, but he's wearing tight little, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's all this like dark futurist, uh, you know, corporations gone amok. They're selling us anything up right up the road is like the worst dildo you'll ever see in your life. And you don't want to go near it uh, on the other side of the street. There's just some like gnarly shit going down. And then some aloof police who are kind of dicks about it. And you know, all of that stuff coalesces for me this time more than it did a year ago or more in a way that is just more tactile. Everything feels really important and intense and gnarly and you realize man this would suck to live here like i don't want to live here last time i was like that poster's weird and well anyway let's go like it was not a big deal this time you realize it would suck but at the same time yeah it's the only place you want to (laughs) be yeah like i can't stop playing the game and i like can't stop walking around the city being like ah what a great time like my wife said it to me last night she's like I don't understand why you like this world so much. <laughs> this, like, I, everything I'm seeing, you as a human being avoid like the plague. Yeah. And yet here you are. So enjoy your escapism to a world that seems like a nightmare for you. But go ahead. Yeah. yeah. And I can't explain it. Like, that's the thing that's been crazy for me is... I didn't feel really that immersed by all these beautiful like paradise planets that I kept finding in Starfield. I'm like, I'm like, I should think that this is the greatest place in the world. Like their cities are nice and clean Mm. and their advertisements are, you know, right up there with Disneyland. Like come here Mm -hmm. and uh, do this. And I'm like, "Eh, all right, it's fine. And then I go to Night City and I was talking about it on stream. And it's funny because the moment I started talking about it on stream, I was like, why do I want to be here? I looked down literal shit on the ground. <laughs> like yeah, just yeah. like just a just a just a bunch of like, you know what it is. Yeah, like yeah. it's a street and it's just caked in brown gunk. And it's like. But this is where this is where I feel immersed, and this is exactly. where I feel happy, and it makes no sense. No, I, I agree. Even with your like your sensitive uh, smell stuff, we were talking about. Maybe that was pre-show. Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> game sometimes I go down an alley and go, "This reeks something in here." I just know it would stink if I if I could live in this space, and I want to be there for it. To me, it's it, it's actually kind of reminding me why I love apocalyptic genre in general. But even stuff as extreme as you know, Fury Road, which I never stopped talking about. The reason I want to keep going back and back and back, I think it's a similar reason. When you when you build a world so tightly and, and then execute so well on it three years after your launch, 
Um, <laughs> it makes me yeah. not want to leave. Like I just want to be in there. I want to experience. I want to see everything. I don't want to. I don't want to skip any dialogue. Yeah, I want every. I want to hear everything. The guy over there mumbling on the street. I want to hear what he's saying. There's a dude laying there with all his. His flesh is all weird because he tore all his implants out, and now he's the he's in that religion that believes no implants. I forgot the name of the group, and I'm fascinated by that. Those Buddhist monks that are no implant guys. Yeah, and I love that concept. I love exploring that. I love that the game is always exploring it, even uh, passively as I'm moving through the world. I'm hearing these things, and I just it it is it has put me in a place more than a game has in a really long time. The environment is doing better job of storytelling, you know, because environments will do that. Even if there's no lore in a game, yep. those guys will say, like, what does this area say about the world or whatever? Not You mentioned last week, like, they removed dildos and such. Some. And, and like, <laughs> yes. um, no, no, I can tell you because I go every time I play the game, I, you know, like clockwork, I, it, me and Meredith Stout go have our corpo. <laughs> go have our corpo sex mm-hmm. entanglement every time. I never miss it. Every time I start a playthrough, I'm really good at. <laughs> Which having- I don't know if you know, but that's one of the changes because by pursuing that, you were denying yourself an excellent shotgun. They've actually made changes to where now there are ways to get some of the rewards you lock yourself out of with big decisions like that. So I can still, even if I don't have a tumble with her at the Notel Motel, I can still get Sir John Falistiff, the (laughs) Uh, weapon. I mean, maybe. I know the shotgun shows up, but I went and had my hookup with Meredith, so so I got my Sir John Falistiff. Yeah, so the thing about that encounter is, I think originally, if I'm not mistaken, it's been a little while, there's like, 74 dildos in that hotel room when you go in there. Like mm. it's wall to wall dildos mm. and flashlights. Yeah. I couldn't remember if there were always f- flashlights in there, but I was at Fingers's place and he had like a whole bathroom full of flashlights. Yeah. His, his whole they place. They were definitely jarring. I didn't notice them before, but maybe I was distracted. I don't remember. I think flashlights came with 2.0 because I was like, oh. It was like but, the equal opportunity offender kind of stuff. They were like, okay, fine. Yeah. You don't like all these dildos? How about some man toys? How about some of that? But there was definitely, I only counted three sex toys this time around with Meredith. So I'm like, they definitely scaled back the mm. dildos. Like mm. the, there was the one I can pick up and equip. There was a U-shaped thing and um, something else somewhere. <laughs> I'm just saying, one. like in Japantown, there is still a store, though, that's selling stuff for gorillas and hippos, man. There is some oh, yeah. stuff No, there. there's there's definitely, I still walk past one that was bigger than I was, for sure. <laughs> like, they are, they are still in there, but... <laughs> yeah, but there's just less of them. Like, it's more like, yeah. you know, you don't, you, less is more... <laughs> When it comes to sex toys, less is more. You yeah, you 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 see some fun. of it is really distasteful, and I like that because it's the world they're describing to me. It's just a lot yeah. of abandon and people without you know they they nobody has any more uh, limits. It's just limitless, and that's the world, and that and that is fun to play in. I'll, best example I can think of is I'm in Pacifica right now, doing the the early um, Voodoo Boy stuff with Placide, and Placide is one of my favorite characters in this game. Yeah. He is imposing. He knows very little English. The rest is all French Cajun, and you don't really know what he's saying very well. And he intimidates the shit out of me this go-around. First time, he's just an NPC. I didn't think that much about it. For whatever reason, this time, his threats, like this thing at the top of the show, you do what I see. This, all that kind of stuff got under my skin bad. 
and he's just yeah, you know freaking what he me did to F me. Mm. I didn't get this the first time I played, but with the way things went for me this time, uh, he sent me a text message after I concluded my business with the Voodoo Boys and just said, "Watch your back." <laughs> and then it was like account disconnected, like Ooh, so you can't even geez. reply back. It's like there will be no trash talk back. Just like. I'm coming for you, basically, and I'm waiting for him. I know he's going to show up at some point. I'm going to kill the shit out of yeah, that. Yeah, you're going to kill that Placide. He, he's he's never he'll never he'll never de- deliver another chicken to that lady again. That'll be it. I do love his character, though. I'm actually a little sad that I'm on the outs with him mm. uh, because he is actually one of my favorite characters in this game. Yeah, like same. he, you do not spend very much time with him, but he has a just commanding presence for the time that you you are with him i really yeah, like him. i agree car i think you know, cars drive he's better you're gonna have to die if he comes after me so <laughs> it's just the way it is maybe i'll stab him with my non-fatal knife yeah why not i, I don't know how it works i literally see the thing embed in their heads and then they're just on the ground going oh your knife is long <laughs> long lethal yeah. yeah, it's non-lethal. Is it from a mod? How do you have a non-lethal knife? It has a mod in it. Yeah. yeah, I got one of those revolvers too. I put a mod in a pistol, and it's just it doesn't kill people. Like, <laughs> you just okay. Although, yeah. like, you can make an argument like, okay, well, maybe it shoots like rubber bullets or something like that. Yeah. Like, there's stretches you can do. I literally like because the knife will highlight that it's in them, so that you know you can go grab it and pull it out. Um. And so I throw it and you just see it embedded in their heads and they're just on the ground going. (laughs) But (laughs) like just everything I love about Blade Runner, everything I love about, um, you know, both the original and 2049 for that matter. And all all this kind of subgenre, call it the cyberpunk subgenre or the dark, you know, horrible future, dystopic, whatever. It's all just snapping this time. I don't know, man. I just want to be there all the time. I want a TV show spinoff. I want more anime. I want the game not to end. I want to just do side shit forever. Like I'm having a moment. And it sounds like, John, you're having a moment. Bo's having a moment, but some caveats, I would say. I mean, I've said that's stuff that is coupled from the initial reaction. I'm My enjoyment is unfettered for the Mm -hmm. most part. Like Mm -hmm. I'm... You know when like you're mad about something that releases and you're disappointed, but a few years goes by and you can just be like, "Yeah, it is what it is." Like no big deal. Like you know, I, I don't really. I just have the same criticisms, but it's not a big. It's not bothering my enjoyment one bit. Of my my the experience. My favorite thing on the uh, Cyberpunk Wiki just now. <laughs> I had Placide, Placide up, and I was just had him up, and uh, they have all these options on here, like his profile and background. Uh, uh, related links, blah, blah, blah. One of them is Placide Romance Options. I clicked it because I was like, wait a minute, come on now. And it says, Placide cannot be romanced. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, you don't even go after no, that. No, that guy is not going to. He'll bring you a chicken. That's it. He'll chop the head off and get you a chicken. Yeah. Uh, what um, else to say, John? So I will say this because both you and Bo have said that you have not gotten there yet. I have started Phantom Liberty. Oh, right. We so do want to talk about that. I, yeah. I can talk briefly and I, non-spoilery about yeah, um, please, non-spoiler. Phantom, Phantom I'll Liberty. I'll send Placide after you. I'll send Placide to your house. <laughs> uh, he might already be on the way. I don't know. Coming to get you. Um, yeah. Phantom Liberty really kicks off in high gear. Um, and 
I think again to to not spoil things. The things that I've really liked about it is, in terms of scale, one of my early complaints, and I think Bo, you're kind of this is similar to to some of the stuff you've said. I think the um, Compeki Plaza heist is one of the biggest highlight set pieces of the game. And it's literally the intro. And I think there's, there's a, that's a bit of a problem with the game because like you really start with this amazing highlight. And while there are plenty of other cool, big moments in the game, I feel like it almost never reaches quite that level. There's no again. heist as complex or organized in such a way after that Compeki thing, right? Like it's yeah. uh, aside from assaulting Arasaka but that's still pretty straightforward. It's like, let's drive a tank into the front door. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that like, let's meet in a soundproof room. Let's get all the pieces we need. Let's find all the players. That's what I mean. You did have the brain dance stuff with uh, Judy rest, you know, rest her soul after now. I can't have a relationship with her. No, there's great missions, but there's no, like, I think it doesn't ever hit that prologue level. When I was playing it on launch, you have this big, elaborate heist that you organize it all goes wrong and then you get the title card and it never happens again you have cool missions you've got paranoia you've got government conspiracies you got all that stuff but it never reaches that depth a second time <laughs> in terms of let's get a team together i need a I need a net runner i need a solo uh, we're gonna do this and then you got to execute you know it's it's a lot simpler in in, in than it I find that first mission is. So you were going to make a point about Phantom Liberty in this. Yeah. Yeah. So for Phantom Liberty, um, in terms of like spectacle, Mm. it is certainly hitting those levels again. Now I, and I think in terms of scope and what is in there, I think has the potential. I'm not far enough to know if it does. Um, but it is certainly, it is not holding anything back. Like, this is not, this is not like, I don't want to be total dick, but I'm going to just say it. Um, This is not a World of Warcraft expansion where it's like, watch the cool cinematic. Great. Now you're on the dock. Now go kill five dragon whelps. I understand. I don't think you're really, that's not a swipe. That's just MMOs. That's fine. (laughs) <laughs> like you, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. They are, they are not different genres. I think. Yeah. Right? But I, I'm, I mean, even within its own scale, it's not that you get into it and it's like, okay, you got a text message. Go to this place and kill these five guys. Like, yeah. it, it definitely is like, no, we have new things to show you and new things to do. And I think that was very, very cool. Yeah. Um, I have seen Idris Elba in the game. He is doing Whoa. a fantastic job. I'll bet. And he Ooh. looks great. <laughs> I will also say I was, uh, I'll speak to one of my fears. I knew that they got Keanu Reeves back. Yeah. But I still was like, am I going to notice like a notable lack of Johnny or maybe V sounds a little different? Like, am I going to be aware that a lot of time has passed mm. since all this went down? Yeah. Nope. Uh, in fact, I actually, for a brief window, I genuinely did think that there was going to be a lot less Johnny in this. Mm. And I was like, oh, they got him back for a line or two. I see. Mm. Um, but I- I'm happy to say they clearly got the band back together. They are all giving it. They're all. Um, 
I still maintain, I think the relationship between V and Johnny Silverhand is one of my favorite relationships in all of video games. It is done so well. Yeah. And the first time I played through the game, I think I was so worried that Johnny was like not to be trusted and I was antagonistic towards him, which I think you're supposed to feel that way. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't think that that's a wrong feeling to have. But now knowing the story, I feel like I got to just enjoy that relationship and take it for what it is. And I'm enjoying it so much more because, again, and this isn't Phantom Liberty stuff, but it's stuff like, like when you're talking to him about morality or something in an elevator and Johnny starts going like this. Yeah. <laughs> while you're talking and just yeah. flapping his little metal hand like this is what I think of you. He is such a well-defined, like, fun character. And that all continues into Phantom Liberty as well. I've laughed out loud multiple times. Um, There has just been, like, this great buddy cop feeling of V and Johnny. And, like, that partnership is in full effect. And uh, it makes me very... It was never... It always... They always had this risk of, is this stunt casting... And it's the execution is not, it's not stunt casting. I mean, it is in a way, cause this could have been any great actor performance actor you want to put in your game. And it happens to be Keanu Reeves. It's a big name that drives sales. I understand that, but it's not, the writing for him is not phoned in. I don't think his performance is phoned in. It feels legit. And I, and, and what I can tell, I'm not, you know, in the meat of it yet, but based on what you've said and what others have said, Idris Elba, same deal. It's a big stunt cast. That's, doing the work it's the work he's doing great work yeah i I I love that yeah i think if you're doing a project of this scope you'd have to be into it yeah because i think traditionally i mean we have va talent mocap talent that are used to it that work in the industry but if you're getting the stunt cast like the big names they usually just record some lines you know like skyrim style right like they had some big names in there they just kind of do some lines and whatever but this is a really involved mocap performance yeah so idris would have to know what he was getting into is what i mean yeah and there are photos of him in his full tight black suit with the little ping pong balls all over it doing the actual <laughs> like neither stuff. one of these are like i'll be in my trailer call me when it's time for my yeah. lines and i don't want to hear from you guys they're probably like i want to know how this all works they're probably like I mean, Keanu, I've definitely read this great to have on set. He buys gifts for people. He's into the projects yeah. that he does. Um, I don't know much about Idris, but I mean, I could. Seems like a nice def- guy. You know, seem, to me, he seems like a pretty nice, cool guy. So, yeah. you yeah. know, wouldn't surprise me to hear that. Yeah. So in some ways they're like huge gets, but they're also willing, very willing gets, you know, they know this stuff's cool and they're doing like press now for it and. Like it's not like they're just sitting around. I've seen way grumpier press junkets for movies people are in, and these guys are way more excited about this stuff than Henry Cavill's uh, not the only actor that likes video games. Okay, guys, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although I gotta, um, if you see the sorry total side thing, but there's a trailer out for a new Henry Cavill movie called Argyle. Yeah, it's you the Kingsman it. guy that's making it. Yeah, Kingsman guy's making it. He's dancing around with Dua Lipa, who's in it, uh, looking all you know beautiful like she is or whatever. Um, at one point they show his face head on and for some reason they've given him what I have heard termed the high acroid haircut. So just <laughs> watch for it when you can, you know, that I've thing acroid yeah. would have, like I've the, seen it. No, I saw it. Yeah. yeah. I know looks what you're good. talking about. It's amazing. It looks like it's it's amazing. Sorry, John, you were about to say something before I 
Uh, just Idris Elba has a fantastic presence in this game. His character does. All the characters have actually been really strong. All the new characters. Um, some of them are kind of obvious. Uh, Songbird, who's in the trailer um, that we watched, uh, she has a pretty prevalent role in the story so far, and she's doing a phenomenal job. Um, and uh, yeah, again, I don't want to spoil too much, but there's another character that I'm spending a lot more time with than I expected to be spending, and mm. that character is extremely likable. And like again, the the world is already doing a lot in terms of spectacle. Dogtown, which is the new area, is I don't. I'm worried this is going to oversell it for you, Scott. But like when I think about what I wanted New Vegas to look like, yeah. In Fallout New Vegas, it's kind of how I picture Dogtown. Oh, shit. Like, it's a lot of, like, fallen apart, desolate wasteland yeah. mixed with bright, neon, gaudy, upscale, like, really exaggerated architecture and stuff like that. Because it's all around, like, a big football stadium. And, like, you can tell that this was, like, a ritzy part of town. Like, there's nice, beautiful... Uh, you know, skyscrapers and there's lots of statues and stuff like that. Um, but it's all fallen apart. Mm. You know, it's all it's all fallen into disrepair. So mm. it's that mix of like, oh, this looks really beautiful, but it's fallen apart at the same time. And it's been, you know, repurposed to serve military functions and stuff like that. that. It's, so, you're selling it to me perfectly. That's exactly what I want out of that new place. So that's great to hear. It's um, it's a really cool zone and it doesn't feel it doesn't feel artificial, though. It still feels like it's a part of Night City. And there have even been times where I've done missions. And I think this is a strength. I did a mission and I'm going to ask you, Bo, did you ever do a mission where you had to rescue two cops and they were real doofuses? Is a side thing? Maybe. A side yeah. gig or like a side quest? It would have been like a side... I don't know if it was a gig or not. It would have been like a side mission. It would have been around Dogtown. It didn't happen in it. So I can't... That's the thing. I can't tell if this is Phantom Liberty content or not. But I had not to go... I had to go rescue two police officers who were just utter dipshits <laughs> that could not stop arguing with each other. And it was amazing. It was an incredible mission, but it blended so well. And it's right outside of Dogtown. And I, I genuinely don't know if that is a original cyberpunk mission or a Phantom Liberty mission. And I think that that's a testament to how I, well these areas and their stories blend together. Yeah, I would say like, because it's near... Dogtown is next to. It's in Pacifica. Yeah. Yeah. Or Pacifica. So I remember there wasn't a lot of questing in the Pacifica zone because it's such a shithole. I remember there's a Delamain car thing down there. Yeah. There was some. You do hide out for a little while down there. I don't remember two cops arguing. Maybe it was. Uh, who knows? Also, I don't know why I'm, that Delamain mission where you have to go find all the busted up Delamain cars and find out why they're not working. Do you guys remember that mission? I haven't mm -hmm. run into that yet. And I swear I did that way earlier. And my other run. Uh, it's one of the first missions you get to a degree. Like you have to go get in your car physically across from your apartment and then Delamain will crash into you. And then he invites you to go to his headquarters. Oh. And when you go there, he gives you the mission. Have I never so, done that? <laughs> it's funny. To, I think you have to get in your car in your garage for that to happen. Yeah. Cause it's like, yeah. Oh, it wild. Yeah. Okay. 
So if you haven't been to your garage and gotten in your car, you haven't triggered the prereq to even start it. Yeah, because I get in my car all the time, but it's out in the wild, you know, calling my car. I did this yeah. once. Okay, out where uh, Taliban Bambadam, what's her name? Pan Am. What? Pan Am? <laughs> Taliban Bambadam. We have a new name for a character. Wait, she's a out there. Character. Sorry, I couldn't think of her name. We're we're out there and it's kind of you know the desert and stuff. And um, oh, now I, I want to play the cyberpunk <laughs> pen and paper. I want to have Jesus. Taliban Bambadam in the game. I'm convinced we're going to do that one day. But anyway, I get out there in the middle of nowhere by a junkyard, and I was like, I need my car. Everything's far from here, so I'm, let's get my car. Beep, hit the thing to get the car, and. It's making a, it's so the game's still got a little bit of jank, but it's charming jank. It's not game breaking, horrible jank. And I see the little car icon on my map kind of being weird. Like, I'm like, that's not right. That's not even a road. So I cam camera up, just happened to have, I was so pissed because my G Force like captured the last minute of gameplay was off. That keeps yeah. turning off when I reboot. I don't know why. Anyway, I turn around, look up. That car is flipping end over end in the air. Like way up there, like a drone. That's funny. Wham! Right in front of me, on its wheels, lands in a perfectly physics physics sort of consistent way. If it had been thrown like that, and then went got in and drove off, it was the dumbest thing. Oh my gosh! I, I, yeah, there's. I've I've had some car bugs too. Car yeah. bugs are definitely rampant right now. Yeah. Um, just if you put some. So I spawned a car partially in the ground. You know when you press the V button. Um. The the car appears, but he appeared a bit in the ground because I think there was a gate. Not a big deal, a bug. But the cars behind it started behaving crazy, I guess, trying to path around it. And yeah. there was just a car going, woo, 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 in an intersection, <laughs> like, at 100 miles an hour, and people screaming. And the cop is like, he's aggroing, not me, but there's no one to ag- He's not also targeting the car. He's just behaving weird. He's like, get down. Yeah. And I was like, what is going on? And the, a bunch of cars were exploding because they were hitting the car going like crazy. I was like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. It just, it was quite the spectacle. I love crap like that. Once in a while, you just yeah. witness an accident that makes no sense. And you're like, whatever, this is, this is a weird part of town. Maybe that was part of the game. I have Maybe it wasn't. certainly had bugs, but mm. nothing that was terrible i haven't had to reload because of a bug the closest i've gotten was i did use a non-fatal weapon on somebody and the game still said that they were dead and Uh. i know that it's a bug because i reloaded and was like oh i'm gonna have to do that again but it had saved over my last save and my last save was having killed him so i reloaded it anyway and i was like well nothing's gonna happen but then when i reloaded that save he was breathing so oh. he just died randomly laying there on the ground okay. somehow. Okay. Um, and I was like, okay, so that's the closest I've had to do for like reloading. There have been things I've seen people disappear, uh, just phase out of existence. Mm. Um, I've seen some weirdness, but like nothing that's like ruined the experience for me. Like mm. we talked about it with Starfield with, there is a difference between charming and endearing jank and like game breaking jank. Yeah. And so far I haven't had anything game breaking. Same. Um, um if, and for those who are like Scott, I kind of want to know what you mean by the more cohesive package. I just thought of what impressed me the most. It took me a while to get here. Um and it's early in the game so you can see this right away. The first time you go to Afterlife, the club. I don't know what they I wish I had a way to compare these. I probably could go find some old video and some new video of the exact same sequence and see if it's really that different to me. And maybe it's because I had headphones really cranked. I don't know. But I walked in there 
And that feeling of like you've entered part of the tunnel where you're not in the club yet, but you can hear the in the other room. It's just perfect ambience for where you are. You talk to the guard. He lets you in because his eyeballs do his little thing where he talks to them and says, yeah, you can go ahead. And they open those doors. That feels like the most realistic feeling of walking into a, a, a club where the music's playing crazy. The lights are weird and different than they were outside. Uh, it's just a whole new vibe in there. We've all felt it when we've gone somewhere like in Vegas or somewhere where you walk into a room. It's like, oh, yeah, <clears throat> it's a very different vibe in here. And the game achieves that so well. I think that may have been the moment where it just stuck to me and just never left and has yet to leave. So I've yet to really get into a situation where I was like video game. Instead, I'm going, this place is rad. And I don't want to leave. And also, I don't want to kill that guy, but I do want to kill that guy. Like I'm, I'm, I'm way more in the world playing than I was before. I was more like top down playing before. This time, I feel it's not like VR, but I feel like I am in there. Which, yeah, you're immersed. Yeah, which brings me to my question about VR. So it's a nice transition, Bo. I know they're working. Somebody's working on something. Um, so Luke Ross wrote the original mod, and it broke. Like, um, the mod was paywalled. For VR, so you had to sub to his Patreon. Yeah, um, but you sub for a month, you get your download, and you're good to go. But uh, he mentioned 2.0; it broke it fundamentally, and it's going to take him a month or more to fix. And he didn't really come. I think he is going to work on it, but I don't. I don't know. It didn't. Wasn't a promise per se. Mm. So, mm. so we're waiting with bated breath. Um, you're excited I decided about to that. play because it. I I I bought it. I clearly I'm going to buy it. So that wasn't a question. Let me go ahead and grab it. Right. Um, and I booted it up just to give it a try. And it's like, oh yeah, this game's same reason. It sucks you in. It's just like, oh, this game is awesome. You know, and I'm really curious to find out about Phantom Liberty. I know it's not a tiny little sucker. It's going to be a big meal. So let me, I thought maybe I'd get to it quicker than I have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I'm like, oh, I might have to play for a while before I see the content. Maybe who knows? You know, I'm just, I'm playing organically. I'm not trying to race to the content. Sure. And I'm enjoying it. You know the guy so with half his face taken out with the lights inside of his face, early mission, you have to go in there and get the robot. Yeah, uh, Royce. Yeah. Oh, Royce. Yeah. Royce. Yeah. And you, have, you get his gun. It's a pretty good pistol. If he drops it, I'm not sure he always drops it. but That mission's awesome. I played that in VR. That, that mission, first time through, fine, whatever, I did it. This time, that place made me uneasy. Made me like checking my six, you know, like oh, it's like a crack den. Like those maelstrom guys are like disgust, you know. Oh, they're they horrible, gross yeah. lives. Yeah, like they're they're meant to be monsters. And like, I know I just noticed yeah. more detail on him. He comes out with that face and those lights and embedded deep into his head. It's he's had so much work done that his face is not really a face anymore. And but they don't just get worked because there's plenty of full body mods that look still human and pleasant. They like they have a punk aesthetic where they are making themselves look like yeah. weird six eyed machines and shit like that. They like they they want to make people uncomfortable and it's almost like culty. You know, it's like look, this game is one of the best examples of um or how do I want to say this? Like if you're gonna mod any game because you want an interesting VR experience, like this game is number one. Yeah. For like, if you should mod a game, it should be this one because the whole story is pretty much told through first person. Like it's almost as if it's designed for VR, but for flat screen, like it's having Jackie die in front of you. It was like, 
Oh man, is even more moving in VR than it is the way his. You know, there's no cutscene. There's no flashy like music. His eyes just go lifeless in front of you. It's like and it in with the 3D vision that just is even you know it adds impact. Yeah, the whole well, thing this, is designed that way. Yeah. This game uses a very and I I'm sure there are people that don't like it. There is a slider, but I think the default is actually really good. Uh, for what their goal is. This game has a really tight field of view. So everything mm-hmm. is a little cro- uh, claustrophobically close. Yeah, a little cramped. You. Yeah. Like you would expect somebody to stop with like the Skyrim distance to you and talk to you. Because everybody talks about like, oh, Skyrim, it zooms in. But like people talk to you face to face closer than NPCs in like Bethesda games. Like yeah. mm-hmm. they get close and personal and the graphics support that to where it's doesn't it doesn't fall apart. Like you see the pores and you see the skin and it's it's genuinely a bit of an uncomfortable experience sometimes. And yeah. it's meant to be that way. And I think the other thing that this game, I, I guess I just didn't appreciate it at the time. And again, going probably from Starfield to this, it it put it in a more stark contrast. How different this, like, when you have a conversation with somebody, it doesn't lock you into a stare head-on and you're just going to stare rigidly at each other conversation. You can move around. You mm-hmm. can walk around. They move around and walk around and do things while they talk to you. And how much... Uh, more life that that gives the world and the characters that they don't just stare dead eyed into you and you have can a drink conversation. and smoke too while they're talking to yeah. you. Like, and you walk up to someone. them, and that and oftentimes is the initiating of the conversation. It's not you clicking a button because you're standing in front of a guy and it says hit A to communicate. Yeah. You're walking up to them for the most part, especially story stuff, in in a in, freely walking. And you just happen to walk past them and suddenly they're there talking and, and, and you've got reactionary text below and there was no waiting. There was no pausing. There was no, any of that stuff. Um, and they even, you know, if you sit too long without answering, they start getting irritated. Like for real. They're yeah. like, it's like, V, yeah. are you paying attention? I need an answer. Like that's, you know, contextual stuff like that. And, um, these may seem like small things, but I just think it adds to this huge tapestry of even the little moments where you can like f bomb or just say nothing. It just yeah. lets you be like, do you want to do you want to say shit here or do you want to just stoically bear whatever's happening? I'm yeah, like, I love that. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. Same. I keep did pissing shoot, people did you off. Shoot Royce, though, I can never not shoot Royce in that. Oh, I had to shoot Royce. That, Freaking when f that Royce thing comes up, even though I'm like, I'm resolved. I'm going to do this diplomatically, and it's like, do you want to shoot him? I'm like, yeah, I yeah. do. I did not <laughs> shoot him. Really? As a result, I had him as a final boss in that area. Oh, yeah. That's he gets right. in a gets in a mech suit. I just double checked. You. you cannot romance Royce. It says here. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> don't want to romance Royce. You don't want to put your 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 bits anywhere near that weird. But if you save Brick, he helps you out later in some way. I can't remember how. Oh, really? Chat, I went back to kill Fingers. Hey, Fingers is awful. (laughs) Fingers is one of the worst characters in the world. And another good thing that this game has done is it's reworking of the way cyberware works. It used to be uh, there's a a scene where the game gives you the option to punch Fingers multiple times, as a matter of fact. Yeah. And if, if you punched him before... 
he would no longer um, he would no longer do cyberware for you because he is a ripper doc and he used to have the best sa- uh, sand devastand in the game. So people would have to go, I want to punch him, but I can't because I want the best gear. You can now punch fingers to your heart's content and still get the best gear in the game. It no longer works that way. You can beat the shit out of or kill fingers and it will have no negative impact on your game. Wow. Because so, he sucks. That guy, yeah, they really, they have, they have clued in on something in the same way that Witcher 3 had those three witches that just made you uncomfortable. Yeah. Like they were great, yeah. phenomenal designs, but genuinely like skin crawlingly awful. Yeah. I feel the same way about fingers, this big long fingernails and his stupid soap on his hip that he's constantly <laughs> just like, and then rubbing his hands together while he's talking to you. Oh, I hate him. I hate him. It's like, it's so gross. And then on top of that, he's also awful. Yeah. Like punching Fing- him is the most satisfying thing in the game. Fingers it just feels sucks. Right. Yeah. Fingers sucks. I will no, say- he might not be your ripper doc. The point is just for Claire- chat rooms, clarity, you, you're not locked out of obtaining the, he doesn't have ripper doc only equipment. Right. Right. Like if you're friendly to him, he'll be a ripper doc. If you punch him, he won't be a ripper doc for you. But you're not locked. You're not soft locked out of or hard locked out of certain gear pieces. Well, okay. I'm glad you said that because there's this whole thing going around where if you don't answer correctly to one of the dialogue choices when in Pacifica, when you would be getting your Phantom Liberty on, that it will lock you out of Phantom Liberty for that character <laughs> for good. Yeah, you can opt out of Phantom Liberty. That's so weird. Give you the option to opt out of so it. So it's, but it's not, some people are saying it's not obvious. And if you're playing a sarcastic, angry, always kind of negative answering V, that just be careful you don't fat thumb your way through that and accidentally unlock <laughs> yourself out. Because if you don't have a save prior to it, you have to start a new character to do it again. Well, but you should have the game auto saves. They're like, I think people saw something and they're making a lot out of this. First of all, I did get to that choice and I can tell you it's, it's, it would be a weird person's decision to skip it. (laughs) Okay. Like it does not, it is not something where you go, maybe that's the right answer. Like, you know, you, you are very clearly being like, eh, I don't, yeah, you know what? This isn't for me. I want to walk away. Yeah. And sure, you can be that person. You can be the person that's like, I want no part in this. Yeah. But then guess what? Don't get pissed off that you get no part in this. Like, you know, like it's like when people used to make fun of Nintendo games, you know, they'll always do this. They do it in like Pokemon and Mario and stuff like that, where they're like, come on, Mario, don't you want to save the princess? And then <laughs> for whatever reason, the game gives you a, Yes, no. Yeah. And if you go, no, he goes, oh, don't be like that. Come on, Mario. Don't you want to save the princess? No. (laughs) No. Oh, don't be like that. Come on, Mario. Don't you want to go save the princess? Like, it just keeps going. And it's like, why'd you give the choice? If there's no choice, why'd you give the choice? Well, this game genuinely gives you the choice to go, nah, I don't want to do it. And then the game goes, fine, go for it. (laughs) Yeah. And if you do it and you lock yourself out of it, load one of your auto saves. And just fix it. Like, I I do not feel bad for people that have locked them out of this. They absolutely did it to themselves. You have nobody to blame but yourself. And uh, if you went through and rigorously deleted all your saves to prevent yourself from doing this, like, it's on you. Yeah, I mean, I 
I own up to your own mistake and move on. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. definitely save scum like romance stuff too. If you're like, oh, I'd like to further romance, and you say something silly, and you're like, oh shit, I'm out. Yeah, if that breaks you out of it, you don't want to do that. Do save yeah. scum. Save. They, they let you save a lot for a reason. Same with Starfield. Don't be afraid of that, you guys. There's no rules. Uh, real quick here, I just put up a picture of a finger so you can all avoid him when you see him. This guy, or not avoid him, but do whatever uh, you, you want. You can't avoid him. You gotta, you gotta talk to him. You gotta oh, meet such him a pud. at some point. Such a pud. He reminds me of um, who's the director who made Hairspray? Roger Waters. John Waters. Not Roger Waters. John. Waters? John Waters. Roger Waters was Pink Floyd. He looks Roger like Roger. Uh, John Waters, who I like, <laughs> but he's he's like a Ro- John Waters you don't want to know. Just a piece of shit. And the stuff he's uh, doing to those ladies, freaking what an asshole. Anyway. Yeah, he's yeah, not I mean, a good guy. Like, he just horrifying to be punched. Yeah. It's a horrifying den of evil. <laughs> it's yeah. A whole bunch of. Uh, the whole concept of Joy Toy is pretty. Um, it's gnarly. It's gross. It's yeah, when you do the. Interesting, yeah. but. Not awful. Joy Toy, it's the puppet, whatever they call it. So- not sock the puppet. The dolls. Yeah. Yeah, the dolls. The dolls. Yeah. Joy Toy is just a fancy word for prostitute. Yeah, the prostitutes the doll, out there are the just doll, the dolls where you, you you don't remember it's like severance but for sex work. Yeah. And but it's, it's just like, again, all of this adds to this fabric that I am grooving on. It's just so like and I'm playing, by the way, total teetotaler build. And by that I mean anytime anyone says, Hey, sit down, have a drink. Because you can drink everywhere. I always go, eh, I'll have a water. Uh, bring me I don't I don't need any I'm put I'm turning down beers like the at the bar with uh, Pan Am out there that guy gives us both no beers she doesn't like you well yeah, I don't know she a, drinks a lot you're, uh, Pan Am. you're a turd I don't even know why I'm doing it <laughs> you're a zero fun turd in this world I don't know why I'm even doing it it's just like I don't want to drink quit telling me to drink you guys I'm good I I think that's what I like about cyberpunk is I feel like this world invites you to have an edge to your character yeah a lot of games like either penalize you for being a dick or you know doing anything except being a boy scout or they make you choose between being a Boy Scout or being a monster. I feel like this game not only rewards but encourages you to be a little more punk rock. Yeah, and yeah. I think that that's nice. The game's not going to be like, oh, you drank? <laughs> oh, you let Johnny smoke his cigarette? That's smoking. Yeah. You're smoking, V. Oh. You, oh. <laughs> I did well, do that. You, you got the relic out of your head, but you got lung cancer, I guess. Like, it's not going to do that. Like, I did do that. I gave. Just- I smoked a cigarette for him because he was jonesing so bad. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I felt bad for him. So I did that. But I, the main reason I'm doing it, actually, I don't really have a good reason. It's just a different way to play the character. Because when I played the female one, I, she was a total lush. She'd drink wherever she could get it. Um, I was just like my, that V was super into volume. Uh, what is it? Alcohol by volume. That's what V stood for her. But in his case, he's just, uh, you know, he's a virgin in a way. Actually, he still That's is. That's what the V stands for for him. He's still a virgin because he hasn't. Hey. And guess what? He always will be because he's only interested in a girl that doesn't like men. Well, I don't remember this about my first playthrough, but the V actually stands, at least for the girl one, for Valerie. Oh, does yeah, it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. The doll, yeah, the doll, the doll says the, doll. the name, and I was like, what? I didn't know that. Immediately. Yeah. I don't remember that. They must have said it, and I just don't remember. But. Yeah, when you go into the... Uh, oh, they the called doll. him Victor once in my playthrough. You're right. I yep. He got called Victor, and he got a little irritated and says, just V, don't call me that. 
or something like that. Wait, yeah. so there's two Victors? Like your Ripper Docs, Victor Vega? Uh, Vincent, sorry. Vincent. Vincent. Vincent, sorry. Yeah, I got that wrong. Vincent. Okay. I keep thinking Victor, the Ripper guy. He also is one of my favorite characters. I love that guy. But uh, I could say that about so many characters I know. in this game. So I think that's ones. the tr- that's the that's how you know the writing in this game's good is the amount of characters you want to go. It's just one of my favorite characters. Yeah, it's just one of my. All right, hang on. I gotta ask you guys though. This will this will have an this is the decision. The response to this will have an impact on your player profiles. Scott Johnson will remember this. Friendship. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, yeah. Thoughts on us cracks. Us cracks. Oh. I don't think I know well, what that is. Us Cracks is a band in the game. You, we probably have, none of us have probably played far enough where you get to meet them, but their music is um, all over the radio and they get mentioned all the time. Uh, the song that you might be most familiar with is Pompo Shit, Pompo Shit. Oh, shit, <laughs> yeah, no, shit. I've heard it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess I have heard. I didn't know they had a name, and in my first playthrough, I, I never I interacted with them. I pay better attention to it. I just told you guys, though, in the pre-show, this wasn't in the main show, so I'll repeat it here. I don't know real-life, real-world bands and songs. Like, yeah, I struggle with this, so I also don't know it in virtual worlds as well, yeah, as it turns out. Yeah. They're characters in the game, and they like the Wu-Tang Clan, they each have their own name, because one of them has purple hair, one of them has red hair, and one of them has blue hair, mm. and they're known as Purple Force, Red Menace, and Blue Moon. Good Lord. <laughs> and the, the trio formed the band Us Cracks, uh, there is a quest involving them. You get to take a selfie with us, cracks with Carrie Uridine. Sweet, sweet. Um, but they had what they radio they're, they're station mu- are they typically on? Yeah, tune to it. And don't remember. Opinion. Let me see if I can't look that up because I'm always that's one thing I need this song. I need to get the song lists. Yeah, of, there's a bunch uh, of new music in this, by the way. And so they added, uh, and some of I think is, Idris Elba is on the soundtrack now. Oh, well. is he really? Yeah, he makes, he yeah. does music. So yeah. the, yeah. the songs or sorry, the, the new songs that are in there, some of them are, you can't stream them. So they have a stream safe mode now. Yeah. I've been doing the safe mode too. And I, Oh, I don't do safe mode. Bring it on DMCA and get, get right. Get up. Look at Bo living the real anti-corpo like, Cyberpunk, life. not like cyber rules obeying person, you know, like, you know, <laughs> eat me, DMCA bastards. Come on, Rhea or whoever. I'm playing cyberpunk. Sorry, is it too hard? No, I think that's no, exactly no. right. I, it was yeah. the right kind of hard, and then it went a little soft in the middle, but you know what? We got there in the <laughs> yeah, end. Yeah, we got that's there. That's what they say, Bo soft in the middle Schwartz. That's yeah, what they call that's me. That's your name. old nickname um, from the day. No, no, but I, okay, so maybe you'll play a little further. I'm a little heartbroken that you guys don't have strong opinions on us. I haven't it's heard. better than hating them. I've never gone. But, I mean, again, I didn't do enough side stuff first time through. This this is the time. But I you guys recognize the pumpo shit, pumpo shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shit. I don't know yeah. it off the top of my head, but so, music has been hard for me to hear because I, I don't. Did. I don't it think off for the stream and I kept forgetting to turn it back yeah, on. Yeah. I don't think us cracks is a real band. I think this is one of the in-game bands. It's not like an, you know, cause there's a lot of Did us cracks like us cracks. Like that's how it's spelled. Us cracks. Us, yeah. cracks. us cracks. Okay. Yeah. But okay. so you have, their posters are everywhere. They're like one of the more narratively important bands. Like Samurai mm. is an important band. Mm. Us Cracks is as well. Yeah, cool. I'm going to listen to it right now while you talk. So what was Johnny yeah. Silverhand's band? Samurai. That's Samurai. Okay. Yeah, I think. I always forget that. So I that's know. the one band you have heard, John. You've heard Johnny Silverhand do his stuff, you know? All right. He got yeah, up I'm, there. I'm, I don't know if you can play us on our thing. I can um, if you give me a link. I, 
I just I'm gonna time code it. For the... I'm gonna tell you I've heard 18 seconds of it and I love it. Yes. <laughs> so that's... Yes, John. <laughs> in, case, yes. in case you're wondering where I'm gonna land on this, 18 seconds. I'm all in. All this right, is perfect. Send me the thing here. Right, Let's here's see. a link. Uh, I think I. Oh no, hang on. I'm gonna do send a new one with the link at the start time. Oh yeah, give me a start. Can't time. play the. Don't play the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the second link, not the first link. All right. I deleted uh, it. Yeah. Oh, this this Should is it, a new one yeah. then. Hold on. Okay. Like started at one minute basically. All right. Here we go. We're we're waiting. We're loading. Hold on, everybody. Hold on to your butts. It's still loading. I don't know why. There it is. Okay, we're about a minute in. Here we go. I'm going to hit play. It's not going yet. Why? Go. Here we go. Oh, it's muted. Yeah, I've heard it. Yeah. That's you us. Me. That's us, Craig. That, that's my favorite song in the game. That is exactly oh, what I want oh, from a cyberpunk oh, universe. Oh, is music oh, shit. Like that. oh, shit. Beep, burp, beep, burp. <laughs> Whenever Bo does like a song, bum, 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 bum. he has this bear, bear, bear thing he does all the time. I love that. Yeah. Never, my never not, my no, 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 no. I mean, my, my favorite Boism is when his explosions start off sounding like a duck. <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite. That's your bow. favorite? All right. Yeah, is the bow thing. You know what I'm talking about from D&D when he would yeah. do like a big explosion and it starts like a duck. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> okay, pretend uh, do a, uh, pretend so you're describing something exploding and then do the sound. Yeah, go. Let's hear it. Uh, the, the castle behind you, you're running away. As you look back, you see TNT fall from the windows as it hits the ground. As it goes, whoop. Oh, his, his oh, Discord's his cutting him. Discord cut it out. Ah, oh. Boo. Boo. It's got your noise boo, reduction thing on. Boo, no. stupid boo, Discord. Discord. Dumb boo. AI feature bullshit. That's uh, pumpo shit. That's all right. We have it on TWBD somewhere. People can go listen to it. Yeah, go listen to it. That's my favorite. Um, all right. I think we probably said mostly what we wanted to say. The game is rad. I'm going to continue. Uh, second place for best song, though. I just want to jump in and say Chipping In. That's also Chipping good In, good in song. Right. Chipping In is good one. I do know. Fade Away Remix okay. is good. I will watch yeah. for that. I'm all, I'm all in. I've been listening. There's a really uh, great bunch of, uh, well, this is always true, but YouTube's got some videos that are like ambient night city music stuff. I played it before the show today. So good. I, just, I could chill to that. I, I will be the chilling whole, to actually, that. That's something I would say that, that just can't be said enough. This game is wall-to-wall good music. Yeah. yeah. Like Even Baldur's Gate 3, it's got great music, but some songs are a little... You know, okay, I'm in a bar. It's a bar song. It's you a know. tavern, yeah. This song, like, everywhere I listen to it, I'm like, what is that song? Like, yeah. It's just got an energy and a vibe. And when you actually look at, like, the track list, like, how much music is in this game, yep. and that they, like, there's there's no bad song in this game, I don't think. And if your PC can handle it, if you're playing on PC, enable light tracing. It says it's experimental. It's, it's not officially... Um, I don't know what that the means. It's, just, it's official, path but it's tracing. path tracing. That's it. Turn that on under your, uh, if your computer can handle it, you turn that stuff on under the um, ray tracing stuff. Unbelievable what it that says does. It 3080 or higher. I didn't, mine I, know. I think is great. Out, and so I have a 3080 60. and I had to run it at 1080p to get it to look smooth because at 1440p, which I'm normally on, it got a little chunky. 
uh, or the frame rate dipped. But if you can get that going at a decent resolution, it is some of the, well, I mean, I can show you a screenshot. This is a screenshot I took. Um, Damn. Every aspect of all light in that game is physics driven if wow. you have the hardware for it. And it blew my effing mind. It is so I'm going to, I'm going to have to play with the graphic settings. I'm, I played with ray tracing on when I played in 1.6 yeah. uh, last time and I got to the parade and it killed my PC. Oh yeah. My parade, parade was bad too. First devastated time. my computer, my computer, like the parade hit my computer went, ah, what are you doing? Why? <laughs> I've never heard it talk before until that moment. Yeah. And I went, okay. So right now I kind of have it in my head. I'm playing the game with no ray tracing on at all, yeah. but I'm able to play every setting otherwise on ultra uh with like zero lag zero issues whatsoever yeah i think once i'm done with the parade i might start getting experimental with some ray tracing but i know all those ultras are gonna have to come down a little bit yeah uh once that's done yeah so it's really something though we'll man and then and the 3080 stuff 3080 plus for that one feature kind of sucks because there are a lot of people that don't have that card yet but it is um man it's something um that being said, because it was so hard on occasional frame rate hiccups, uh, I moved back to not having it on and going full resolution again with zero problems, 144 frames, whatever my monitor will do, 240, whatever. Game still looks good, but yeah. eh, I wish I could play with path tracing. I know. It's yeah, really neat. Yeah, me too. But I, this, if five, really six years from now, it'll be all, every game will run like this and it'll all be beautiful. Yeah, it'll be playable on our iPhones. Yeah. That's pretty except John will never we need, play. Uh, we need to get sponsored by Doghouse or something. Tell <laughs> Let's get like, it going. Hey, you could get some pre but we gotta we gotta get PCs so we can talk about our experiences. Yeah, we gotta talk about our experiences with these hot new PCs. <laughs> I have actually yeah. a meeting with them next week. I'll I'm bringing all that up. So make we'll sure they know there's three people on I the will. show. I will. I'm gonna say, you know what? That's it's a, me. That's a very key point. There's three people on the show. And if you wanna throw it in, if it helps. My past two PCs have been doghouse computers. Oh, that's true. <laughs> it happened. It happened. Yep, it happened. Yeah, the up. fireworks. Yep, thumbed up do some this, fireworks. Scott. Do the do the. Oh, do the this. hard thing. Does the hard thing yeah, do, do something? Well, you it? do it weird. I don't think it's. <laughs> Is this supposed to be? What do you it's do? This. It's just this. No. Okay. Oh, there, there it goes. Go. Okay. Yeah, what was I doing? This. <laughs> I yeah, don't you're know. You're you were like it. two fingers are about to attack each other. That's a nature's pocket. I think it was what he's doing. There. <laughs> uh, these are. What are there any others? Is waving do anything? Like oh. hey. <laughs> nope, doesn't do anything. Hi friends, Scott here for the core podcast. I can't get it to as do much as you want the middle finger to work. It's not good. Well, last time I gave it 80s bird. That's a 70s bird. Look at that. Mm. I like yeah, a 70s, 70s bird. bird 80s 70s bird, bird, 80s bird. I can't do any sort of bird. My fingers a 90s are all bird? Jank. Let me see. Oh, like, that's your this bird? This like the best I can do. I can't. My hands aren't made that way. My, oh, all my fingers are connected in a way that just doesn't work. It's probably because I have a bent pinky. Like Oh, yeah. Like oh, that. my see? shit. What did that do just now? That's horrible. See, well, you take, you take your finger, right? Yeah. You got a finger. Yeah, I got a finger. And you just to the side ah, oh you're one of those way, right it made a noise didn't it yeah i heard oh, the that noise too that was me oh was me. okay guys my pinkies are bent by default like that's just how they are <laughs> the the magic trick is i bend it straight and then i just go oh it broke and i do a little to make it sound like it broke that's it's a good it. thing controllers don't need pinkies right yeah or mice really yeah you're good 
Yeah, that's I'm not going to affect your your prowess as a programmer. My son has the oh. pinkies too, so I've passed you, the curse on. You need pinky for mouse and keyboard on the left control and shift. That's oh yeah, that's the true. controller. Pinky's pretty big for the and keyboard. Yeah, yeah, not on the you're mouse, right. Per se. If I'm hitting Q, I'm doing it with my pinky. You're right. Yeah, Q. Yeah, well, with Q with a pinky, that's wild. well. If I'm WASDing, no, no. oh no, you're right. It was a ring finger. So yeah. Q would be, or sorry, tab, pinky would tab, be like tab or yeah, maybe shift. Tab down to control. Yeah, tab down to control. You're right. Oh, you know what? I do have a hard time with those. That's probably why. That's probably I, why. I always get annoyed with people who are good at like MMO controls, where they're like, "Oh, I'll just hit Alt or Control or Shift." Yeah. I have a hard time with that. All my fingers want to move at the same time. See, like, we I don't found have it. a lot of uh, independent control of my digits. Like I move one, and they all kind of want to move. Well, when twenty seventy seven gets here, first thing you do, you got to you go to Victor. Uh, yeah, tears out your old hands and your viscera there, and then he puts in new stuff. It'll be great. But then I lose that wonderful party trick where I pretend to break my own finger. So. <laughs> you, know. you know what? The other thing I was gonna say. One other thing I love because it's in the same topic. I love about this game is it's unwillingness to go fully what we probably will see in 2077 which be mostly wireless things yes that's true of hacks and some of that but for the most part this visceral thing of all right jack in and you just like pop and you got a little cord and this little tube thing that was installed in here with surgery you got to yank it out like a freaking one of those retractable vacuum cords stick it in a thing and the things are big and thick like cassette futurism business i love that shit so much so Uh, i think I think it's still possible we have that in the future, in our future, because of the security. Mm, good point. Like, you're, like wireless is uh, an access point. If your if your if your neural net is wireless, then you're very vulnerable. So yeah. if it requires hardline connection, you're safer. See, I love that. Even this is a concept. Even if it's even if by the time we get there, it's wrong. I don't care. I want to have wires in me. Uh, there's a place in Japantown where they're selling vinyl records, like. Just keep that, keep that weird aesthetic, you know, because this yeah, thing was the, the cyber. In the, 80s. the cyber decks are awesome. It's like, yeah, it's just like an oversized iPhone, like Fisher yeah. Price. Like it's just like it's alternate history. It's a cool alternate history where things have big buttons. Yeah, and I didn't. You know what I didn't catch the first time through? This is not a spoiler. The head of the Yakamura Takamura. What's the name of the Arasaka? Arasaka. Jeez. I want to go knock at Tommy Plaza, you know, that part. Um a bit of bam bam. The the guy, the dude in charge, the old man, um was in World War II. He fought yeah. with the Japanese and Oh, uh like Arasaka Senior. Yeah, and yeah, he's he's artificially uh, yeah. you know, kept young enough to not die. And I didn't ever really pay attention to it, but there's like, uh, there's a documentary in a place where I can sit on a couch and watch this thing play out on a TV and I can watch the whole documentary about his life. I didn't do that the first time through. There's like all this extra meat this time. It was probably already there, there but you know. is an annoying amount of stuff hidden in that mission. And I found out about most of it after yeah. I completed the mission and yeah. it's driving me crazy. Did yeah. you know you can get an iguana egg? Yes. Which will lead to a pet iguana. After. Did you know yes. you can go up on the roof and steal his katana, your Nobu's katana from his hover car? No, that no. He landed in? Oh, no, no. You can. Can I go back? No. Shit. <laughs> I didn't know either of those things. Damn it. There is a ton of stuff. I got a whole bunch of clothes. This last time, I think, and uh, they did, it's an 
addition, but there's a little dagger that you can loot from Yorinobu now mm. um, that he has on his person, including his dog tags. You can loot those as well. Mm. There's a ton of stuff in that mission hidden if you just explore a little instead of like run with Jackie right away. And like, it's just insane. And I also heard that you can get the, uh, the baby from death stranding somewhere in there. Really? Oh yeah. I did see a John wick, uh, Easter egg when I went behind a couch somewhere. I don't even remember where this was. And suddenly Johnny Silverhand appears sitting above this space behind these couches and these and stacks of boxes and is just looking at the floor. He didn't say anything. And I looked down and it's a big vault lid with gold light coming through the, the edges of it. And on the top, it says for John, for Mr. Wick or courtesy of Mr. Wick or something like that. It's really an obvious reference, obviously, because it says yeah. Wick on it. But it's like his gold vault from the first movie where he kept all his coins and shit in there. I couldn't open it, but that was kind of cool. That's oh, that's interesting. Yeah, Game, game's got a load of that, that crap in it. Yeah, there's, there's, I guess, three new arcade games. One was in there before. I don't know about the other two. Uh, the one you where play. you're rescuing people, the, the run and gun, and then... People get picked yeah, up by a, the UAVs. There's a Contra one, which is what's the name? A Trauma Team. A Trauma That's Team. It's fun. It's actually legit. Yeah, Trauma Team's pretty good. There's the uh, Witcher version of that game you can play when you don't have internet. Oh, um, um, you know what I'm talking about, where the dinosaur just jumps over shit. Yeah, what's like, that called? Uh, it's called Roaches Ro- Roach Race, something like that. Shit. But, uh, and then there is a Doom style first person shooter hidden in the game. Oh, where is that? Cause I was looking for that. I saw it on some Kotaku thing and no one would, uh, I, they didn't have info. I didn't see where it was. Cause I, I want to just be surprised it. when I get to it. All right. As long as it's not up a, on top of the tower and somebody's ship and I didn't know about it and I can't go back. I remember some detail, not the precise location, but I think it's to the South in that, um, you know, that like, oil field or whatever mm. where it's like yeah. less populated there's a mm. church out there mm. Mm. okay uh, i'll check it out oh and don't stop yourself from exploring a little bit because you know when you do the attack on the arasaka compound thing yeah mm. that's a big one um i accidentally uh i can't remember how i did it my, i just drove my car bad and i went down the ravine that's across the way from it and that ravine down, down there's like those L.A. Uh, water trough looking like things. Where they filmed Terminator. Like Terminator <laughs> yeah, when you were in California. Every, every scene of Terminator yeah. 2 was filmed. I love that. One of my favorite BlizzCon <laughs> memories. But anyway, um, I went down there just because, oh, well, I'm down here. I'll just drive up and down the thing. And I found a group of dudes who I want to kill. They're just ruffians. So I did that and cleaned them out. Nothing major. Then I kept going and I caught out of the corner of my eye before I passed it, a blue and a purple loot icon, but nobody was there. And I'm like, what is going on? So I stopped the car and there was something happened. I don't know if it happened in real time in the game or if this was a fake aftermath of a, of a something, but there's robot dudes and regular dudes just strewn out everywhere. Everyone's bloody missing limbs. It looked like a big fight happened. And I found one of the best pistols that I've ever used in the game. And I found uh, another Katana that's awesome and some pants that were like purple itemized, really good pants. So just, I'm just saying once in a while you just scooch off somewhere. You're not used to going. You're like, Oh shit. 
Look at this. Yeah, they reward exploration really, really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That game is good, dude. All right, we've said all we can say. What a what a what a year for games, everyone. Can you tell we like it? Yeah, can you we, tell that we're actually fans of this? Um, before we move on to what else we played, which we'll be very quick about because we didn't play much else. Uh, I wanted to play this last week when we announced the Bluey game was being made, and I forgot to. So I'm just going to play a little bit here. Yeah, I mean, it goes on. You get the idea. Yes. It's an amazing punk version of that, and I can't even credit the band because I forgot to write it down, but it's really cool. <laughs> Good job, Scott. Yeah. But if you've heard, if you've seen or heard Blue, you know exactly what that is. Um, okay. I'm going to talk about a game that is in the same sort of vein. It is a game called Dead Link. I have not played a ton of it. This just happened on Steam, and a whole lot of people were talking about it, and I checked my codes, and sure enough, this was in there. Uh, these The people that sent me a code for this believe that I'm the only host of the show. So that's why only oh, one code. That's a, that's a <laughs> not not true. Um, I don't know how why I got a code for this. But anyway, it's called Dead Link, and it is a cyberpunk-themed first-person shooter that is uh, got a bunch of roguelike elements. And for some reason, the video is playing really bad. Hold on. Let me fix that. I don't know why that's happening. Um, <clears throat> I don't know why it's doing that. Let me reload it. Uh, it is a, uh, first person shooter, very fast, uh, doom levels of speed. Uh, it, it reminded me of, of the new doom games almost immediately. And, um, it is got roguelike elements. So you're, you're doing runs, you're trying to win, uh, you beat all the dudes, you go back, spend your money on upgrades and their implants and, and cyber stuff, uh, like we've been talking about they, they, they you know, lean into that stuff. It reminds me of just playing like an arena shooter. Um, what, what's a good, what's a good recent example of this? Um, you know, like, uh, what, what's the one with the animals that we liked? I thought John played it. Um, animals. Yeah. It was like, it was almost like borderlands itemization on weapons and stuff. And then, you Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I'm never going to remember the name, but I, I know what you're talking. Uh, you about. know what I mean? Yeah. I cannot remember it. It's like that, but it's set in this dark futuristic world. Um, between levels, you can do some implants that you didn't have before. You can upgrade. Um, it's very like jump around, fly around gunfire reborn. Yes. Gunfire yeah, reborn. That's, that's it. it. Uh, it's a lot like that. And I see a lot of comparisons in the reviews to it as well. So I think I'm not the only one. Um, it's fun. Yeah, but it does look more mobile like Doom Eternal than Gunfire. Although Gunfire Reborn is pretty mobile. Yeah, so. it's pretty mobile. And also, I'm, it's not the same with the, the, the dance you do in Eternal where it's like, I need health, I need ammo, I need health, I need ammo. You know, that kind of thing. It's yeah. more like I have these abilities on cooldown. I have these multiple weapons. They're smart to use in these particular cases. You have these orbs that you can like tether to and punch and the orbs poop out stuff you need, including shards to upgrade your stuff later. It kind of um, looks a lot like a first person risk of rain too. That's, that's a fair comparison too. Yeah. Actually would, I think that's actually maybe even more than, than the other one, the animal one whose name I already forgot. Gunfire, Gunfire reborn. reborn. Thank you. <laughs> I just such a forgettable name for me. That game's great though. But anyway, it's yeah, really cool. I'd say so. It's yeah. it's really good. It's uh, uh I want to say it's like eighteen bucks on Steam. It's reviewing oh, it's well. Like fun actually. Yeah, yeah it's it a lot cool. of fun. You'll, you, I think you'd really like it for the 
for the because I know you like that just that Doom Eternal vibe of yeah. What, what do they call them? ADHD shooters or something? Little, you know, like it definitely has that vibe to it. And um, yeah. I'm not that far in because, like I said, I spent 90 percent of my time this week in Cyberpunk, but. This was fun because it was like, well, I'm sort of playing cyberpunk still in a weird way. And uh, if you just pretend this is like a, a hollow deck in, in Night City, it's kind of, it sort of fits. It's yeah. weird. It's like low poly uh, violence only cyberpunk. Kind of, yeah. 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 There's um, even the girls sign. Yeah. It's cool, though. I like what they're doing here. So uh, you can definitely check that out. I got it on Steam. I think it's coming to consoles and stuff as well. Uh, John. Big week for frog wrestling is my understanding. Yeah, I kind of stumbled into it. All of a sudden, all the titles were on the line and mm-hmm. uh, we had a crazy show, literally a crazy show. I toyed with the settings in the hopes of getting Brian Dunaway to cash in his dragon beef case. I really wanted it to happen this show. And it turns out I just opened the gates of chaos because all night long, we had people interrupting matches, people interrupting entrances, stuff happening at the end of matches. It was absolutely crazy business, uh, but we did have a bunch of title matches. Um, a, a WWE superstar is the new Dragon Beef champion because of mistakes that were made. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I don't like that. <laughs> Scott, <laughs> Scott, you, uh, I got bad news for Bo. Yeah. Oil. Did I defend Scott my? Is, did I defend my? God is still the frog <laughs> well, shit. I I look. I didn't watch because apparently there was a curse. That's why I whoever watch. watches losing their match. <laughs> oh, you knew that trick too. Well, we talked about it last week, and so I thought, yeah. well, I, oh, this yeah. is a big week because Bo's going for the title. I'm not going to watch either because I don't want to. This is my All first right. time hearing. So I, I'm I think stoked. I, I hesitate to do this because I, I don't want to meta game. But I think I think I need some buffs. John, <laughs> you got buffed. You got buffed when you got kicked out of core. I buffed you. Well, why I can't I win a match? Needs, I think Scott needs nerfs. You did win matches. You beat me. You beat Brian. Yeah. But mm-hmm. then you lost the other Brian, and yeah. you lost the Garrett. And you know, I think yeah. the problem is Scott. Scott is too good. I wanted him to be a tough boss, and it turns out he's just a really, like maybe too tough. I'm boss. overtuned. You're saying is that what's going on? Yeah. You got to tune me. Well, now it's not fair. You're going to tune him down, and someone else is going to fight him and take my belt. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll give you a match. Whoever takes it from Scott, you'll get a how match. Do you, how does wrestlers do this when you want a rematch or boxing? Like, yeah, I know I lost, but I want to fight you again immediately. That actually happens far more than you think. For yeah. literally that exact reason. for it then, officially. Oh, you think you won scott you won nothing i think the biggest hurdle you have is that you try wrestling with your quick hacks and your cyberpunks if other people like if so Kristen lost her title this week as well now she has a legitimate beef because the wwe superstar interrupted the match and beat her up so that her opponent could win yeah. I think the problem you're going to run into, Bo, is you just lost the match. Nothing weird happened. You just didn't win. <laughs> no, no, I just explained what happened. He's using his quick hacks and his cyberpunks. Yep. Oh, okay. That's yeah. what it was. That's what's going uh, on. Yeah. Like, how about he tries... Short circuit. Yeah, oh, no. How about he tries wrestling me without his jorts? Oh, in a oh, match? oh shit. Oh, no jorts. 
whitey a whitey tidies match. Oh. I don't know, Scott. Do you accept a whitey tidies match? Um, yeah. So the rule would be I I won't wear the jorts, but I will not wear anything to replace the jorts. So only the tidy whiteys underneath. That's I'll do that. That'll be the big and you know what? concession. You should and, and to, for it to be a true tidies whiteys match, I also can't benefit from the headset. So oh. the shorts come off, the headset, come, there's nothing. It's just tidy whities That's it. That's all we're doing. Did you change Bo's man, basic man model? Man flesh on man flesh. <laughs> Pure and <laughs> right. sweaty. And, I'm and into it. What wrestling was meant to be. Yeah. These two characters yeah. can romance each other in this game. Um, real quick, though, that chest Bo has, I feel like he has way more hair on that chest. Did you change models or something on him? No, he's always, I always gave him uh, a it's lot more of accurate. hair on his I, chest. I'm, okay. I'm, yeah, it's, I it's don't know that accurate. Bo has a hairy chest, but no, no, I assumed Bo had a hairy chest. Okay. So there's probably, there's probably, more probably the hairiest of the characters. I'm weirdly hairless, so I'm. This is perfect for me. I don't have a lot. I just didn't want to ask any of our friends what the hair situation was on their chest. So I've made some broad assumptions across the board. And uh, as a PSA, feel free to reach out for me if you feel, (laughs) feel a way about your body. So Bo is hairy. I've, I, I don't know. I just assumed he has a lot of hair on his head. There must be hair everywhere. That's just what I assumed. The ref looked like the ref looked like the, uh, by three they come. By three they open the thing. He looks oh, like, he that guy. Look like that guy. <laughs> he yeah. looked just like him for a second. Anyway, so this that's fight ends with Bo losing, and that's fantastic news. I'm stoked. Yeah, Bo did no, lose. No, rematch. He, Tiny he rematch. did hit you with the taint no thing though. Uh, the problem is Scott got out of it. You know that's the, the jorts. It's not fair. Yeah, you think he it's probably, the jorts? Probably he probably wiped his mouth off in his jorts, and it took away all the poison damage. I love how upset the side commentator guys get when the fighting's right next to them they get all annoyed and stand up well yeah because they've seen a wrestling match before and usually when it gets to about there someone throws them up on top of their table and smashes the table yeah oh this is great oh boy this match isn't getting a lot of stars though how does it end for uh score wise did we uh uh i think maybe a three or a four that's not too bad three that's not too bad. And it looks like I'm winning here. I must have uh, done the classic blow my load early. Thing. <laughs> you, the biggest problem was you didn't recover from him not giving up from the taint no thing. Mm. Like he, you were really was a momentum in shift. control. And then when that didn't work, you just had a hard time ever getting back to it. And some people say that Scott has metal knuckles on these gloves yeah. and that that's why he won. And that metal unfair. knuckles. You, you wouldn't, that wouldn't be allowed. Right. Yeah, it wouldn't. Although, I don't know, Gwen has like a giant metal gauntlet and she literally rakes people across the face with metal claws. Oh, so shit. Yeah. The league has some weird rules when it comes to weapons in the ring. Yeah, three out of five. Not bad. Very good, in fact, it says. So, yeah, good. I'll take it's, it. It's very good. Yeah, very, very good. Well, there's your update. Uh, these are all archived on the YouTube channel. That's where we were just watching that. You can find it all at Craftless Rogue on YouTube. And the live ones on Wednesday. So what's the lineup next Wednesday? Anything cool? Uh, next week we're gonna have a lot of a lot of revenge matches. We're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to get the belt off the friggin' WWE guys that I accidentally opened the door for. So uh, John Commissioner John is instituting a you have to defend the title every week if you're in the WWE, and uh, so. Mister Cody Rhodes is gonna have to defend his belt week to week. Mm. Um. But we're gonna see some we're gonna see some fallout 
you know, from the from what went down this past week, a lot of people looking for looking for revenge. And you know what? You guys made the match here. We will have a main event Scott versus Bo rematch in Tidy Whities. All right. I'm yeah. in. That's right. All right. That's right. Bo, tell us. Gauntlet. And if I lose this match, then like Then what are you gonna do? You're just out. No. You can't have a third rematch. Like you lose twice, then it's time. Are there any special rules a in a tidy whitey's match? Like should it be no holds barred or <laughs> no taint, no thing. Cage? Like <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah, like like yeah. No, I don't know, but well, Kate, hmm. Do you want it in a cage or no? I don't know. I, I just I, I want it to be just the two of us. No 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 excuses between that sounds like a hell in a cell where literally nobody can run in. You are locked in a cell with one another in your yeah. Underwear. No, no throwing out. Let's get rid of that throwing out business because that always throws it like locked in a cell, yeah. no clothes, mm. and let's go. <laughs> okay, we'll do. We're well, doing it. We'll do that's the tidy nice. whiteness because kids are watching. But like, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's it. no shoes, no boots, no boots, no VR headset, no Mm-mm. jorts, Mm-mm. no okay. tank tops, no excuses. Yep, no excuses. Rematch. Let's make it happen. All right, we'll do it. Uh, Bo, you got, speaking of Doom, you played some Doom Eternal. The I actual like I set up a real match. I love this so much. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> like, you did. <laughs> actually, had to negotiate with the commissioner and the other fighter on some rules. <laughs> how's uh, how's this Doom DLC thing? I didn't know that you um, had I finally DLC. got around to playing it. I don't yeah. know why. I just was like, you played Doom last week, and I was like, oh, yeah, Doom. I want to play some, I want to shoot and move fast. Yeah. So I played Doom Eternal, and then I realized I... I waited a year before buying the DLC, and then I still haven't played the DLC. I think the game's been out two or three years now. I was like, oh, let's play it. Um, it's fun. It's more Doom Eternal. It's not mind-blowing. Like, this is definitely not an expansion like Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. It's DLC. It's three more levels. And you might think, wow, they wanted 20 or $30 for three levels. Pretty pricey at that, yeah. even though I got it on sale. Um and it's filled with like I don't want to say bloat, but it's like it's basically just full of arena shooting. Like at least this first one. I think the second one's a bit better, but this one's like you know, you, you move through the level a bit, then all the doors close and you gotta kill a bunch of guys for a few minutes, right? Yeah. Well, what if you killed guys for like thirty minutes? What if they just wave after wave of dudes, it was endless. Oh my lord. Which it's like it's kind of its own fun, but like a level took me three hours. Like and I'm like, man, this is exhausting. Like it's it's a lot. Yeah. Um, but I, I enjoyed it. You know, I, I wouldn't rave. I, I rave about Doom Eternal. I don't think that it's fun to have more levels, but it's not like nothing mind blowing yet. Mm. It does the whole. I don't know. It does bring like that. You know, Samuel Hayden, that robot guy in Doom. Mm. Yeah. I love you know, that Eter- character. Yeah, yeah. And, like I like his voice acting, and he's not in the game much. And it's kind of cool. And Doom Eternal, you end up. Um, well, you end up learning who he really is. He's not a robot. He's one of the maker angels, the sentinel. So this X-Pack, you kind of actually rescue his true form. And I'm like, oh, man, this sucks. Hey, you want him to be you guys, like, you guys really messed up your game here. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like know, that's literally what we said last week when I was like, here's well, the reasons why I don't like Doom Eternal as much. Yeah, yeah. I still it's like cool. it, but like, it's right. like it, but at least too into their own lore. There is yeah. one really good new character in the expansion. It's an intern. So some like there's some Earth fanboys that like come help you do stuff. And they're all scared shitless of you, but one guy is like not as scared, and he's he's still a little scared. He's the in, he's just called the intern, and it's funny because um, this um, Samuel Hayden, who turns out to be the Sentinel or whatever, says you need to go here and recover the globe for him. 
and then you get into the mission. I didn't really notice, but the intern's like, uh, hey, Doom Guy. He calls you Doom Guy, which is all right, actually. That works, too. He's like, I noticed that your mission objective says destroy the globe, but the Sentinel asked you to recover it. Just mentioning it in case you want to change it, which is actually kind of a nice moment because you end up destroying it. You're like, you know, the Sentinel's like, we got to save energy from hell or some whatever bullshit. And Doom Guy is just like, he just destroys it. Yeah. They're like, oh, snap. You know, so it's like at least they lean a little bit better into the character not respecting the angels either. I just still think, I think the angels are kind of late, like making them like robot weirdos is not a good yeah it's not a, it's just not a great aesthetic is mm. what i want to say interesting but, i mean the demons are robot weirdos kind of right like they got yeah but like i think the idea behind hell is like it's supposed to be gross and perverted and yeah. like the idea that uh i don't know it's, it's like it's not it's like it, heaven's not what you think. It's also full of weird, perverted robots. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I just, I'd rather just not have it. I'd rather. I, it feels more terrifying if the truth was there is no heaven. Yeah, or it's just yeah. hell. Yeah, or it's like, just you know, yeah. uh, it's a little. You don't have to explain it so much. Just let it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, but that's what I mean. Like the terrifying thing is like actually the only thing waiting for you in the afterlife is hell. Yeah. And that's why doom guy is just a human who's so, I don't like this lore. The, the little bit of the lore too is like uh doom guy is an ancient warrior from an ancient time that we've resurrected and brought back. And I'm like, no, yeah, he's not. I hate he's, he's Carl from, uh, from Oklahoma who <laughs> you caught him on the, the right day when you decided to invade and he's just mad as shit yeah. and refuses to die. He's so stubborn. He's a bad penny. He refuses to die against all odds and hell. Like, they can't take it. <laughs> like, yeah. Why can't we kill this guy from Oklahoma? Like that's, that's, you know, that's the like that's what I, I don't like. This like he's an ancient warrior from like some time. I'm just like, oh, stop it! Like yeah. you're just looking for an excuse. Your writing team is on like sabbatical between games, and you need you know you're paying them, so you need to give them work or something. Like stop it. Yeah, stop it. I did like it a little more left to your imagination in the first game. Yeah. 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 So, but I mean, the gameplay is fun and manic. I definitely am more of an Eternal fan than a Doom 2016 fan. Although they're both great, for the record, no need to defend one over the other. Yeah. But um, if you liked Doom Eternal, it's just more of it, <laughs> and like I, very intense combats. I liked it. I just found the levels very long. Like I need a break. Yeah. Like if I play a level and it's three hours, and I'm like, finally, I can like sit down and chill out. Yeah. It's too long. <laughs> yeah. That's so, a lot. Yeah. Um, cool. That reminds me, by the way, there's a remake. Do you guys see the news about a remastered, um, uh, what's his name? The, this He makes a grimace the whole time he plays. He has bullet time. Oh, uh, Max Payne. Max Payne, jeez. They're oh, going to remake Payne. Max Payne 1 and 2 as a single game. Uh, so combining All both right. stories and they're going to remake, like remake, not remaster, like full remake. Yeah. And it got leaked from some uh, document. I that, hadn't heard that, but that seems. That could be cool, right? That seems like a good series for a a remake. Like yeah. I, I agree with that decision. Like I mean, Bullet Time isn't the big technology it was at the time. We were like, "Wow, Bullet Time! Holy yeah. shit!" Like have to you know, it. like Come up with that was its big um, draw. I mean, the story was okay, but we've had lots of antiheroes. I don't know. It could still be good. I'm not saying don't make it, but yeah. you know, I think they're making it, so that'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think that's why I said remake. Like, there's nothing intrinsic about that first game that I think if you just upped the graphics and left as is that you would go, 
oh man, I'm so glad they did this. Mm -hmm. But it is a cool concept that I think could be turned into a good modern game. Indeed. Uh, what about Scarlet Maiden? So this was the... <laughs> yeah. The, the, uh, so can I just say before Bo says this, he seemed so jazzed when I read this review <laughs> and so curious. I'm going to be honest about something I did. Yeah. I sat down after I'd put the kid to bed and I was sitting down at my computer. I was getting ready to play some more cyberpunk and I went, Bo bought that game, didn't he? <laughs> so I cyber-stalked Bo, and I went. I just got a feeling. I just went, and I looked in his profile. You better be careful what you show, Scott. I don't know. This doing? is a, this is a clean one. You know this is a hentai game, No, no, right? no. This, I, went, I made sure. I did, I did a betting okay. earlier on the show. This is all it shows is the side-scrolling uh, hack and slash in this video. So uh -huh. that's all you're going to see. Uh, so yeah, I went and looked and sure enough, I saw that Bo bought and played this and I was so hoping he was going to be willing to talk about it because I wouldn't oh, have outed yeah. him without asking. But when I saw it in the show notes, I was so happy. Yeah, I talk about I talk about the we had, it's, I, I, for me when you brought it up, I'm like, oh, it's been a while since we've done one of the adult games that we tend to do just because it's hilarious for the show. Right. Like, right. And I'm like, honestly, I looked at it and I'm like, the graphics are so like. You know, like it looks good, like I guess, like it's pixel arty and maybe and like it's overwhelmingly positive. And I'm like, hmm, I think it's still overwhelmingly positive. Yeah. Well, that's very positive, but still overall overwhelmingly. I was like, all right, let me do it. And um I, I immediately played after the show and then my mom came down. And I was like, where's the hell's the boss key? Because, you know, like <laughs> there's just two giant pixelated women with their boobs out. Yeah. And one spanking the other. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, so that was awkward. But after she went to bed, then I was able to play without worrying about my mom. <laughs> you can see, by the way, on this video where the hard edits are. I've seen two of them now where they just okay. edit right so past the, the, whatever. No. Uh, oh, there's balloons. <laughs> I think if you go like this, balloons come up or something like that. Oh, did I do balloons? Shit. Yeah, go like this. Make oh, balloons. People didn't see it because Scott's still showing them boobs right now. Yeah, how does this work? Hold yeah. on. Did I do okay. this? Anyways, um, but um, so basically, think Rogue Legacy, okay? You like yeah. Rogue Legacy? I love Rogue Legacy. Huge fan. It plays like that. Now, this game follows the rules of all adult games in that the more penis and vagina in the game, the less game you get. Yeah. Like the simpler, right? There's sort of a rule, except right. for Cyberpunk. Right. Um, that, you know, so it's simpler, but it's a roguelike, just like Rogue Legacy. You go through the level and you avoid environmental dangers. The difference is... Um, you don't really wear clothes, and neither do most of the monsters. And you might be thinking, well, Maiden, you must play as a girl. I'm here to say you are both genders. Oh, And the way hello. you find this out is basically sometimes when you kill a monster, they become available for sex, a sex act. <laughs> and then you have to do extra sex with them, which sometimes involves you having growing a penis and doing penis things, or just being a girl and receiving penis stuff, or doing lesbian <laughs> stuff. Or doing gay stuff. The way you're describing um, but, this is killing me, but keep going. I love it. But it's the pixel art is actually like it's well done for pixel art. Like it's actually you're, you're just like wow, this is nicely animated smut, mm -hmm. uh, including details like there's lots of uh, liquids Great. involved in these things as well. It's Great. not just like dry humping. It's yeah. well not dry humping. Uh huh. And um, I don't know. It's kind of fun. It's just, it's just like it's not really trying to. The game is trying to be smutty and dirty, but it's not trying to be like a 
uh, look at us. You really, it's not really porn. Like it's not. I wasn't like turned on playing it. If that makes any sense, right? It's just like reveling in the fact. Very that happy to hear that, by the way. Very happy yeah. to hear that you were uh, not. It's, it's not like you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I I get more turned on by cyberpunk than this. You know what I mean? Like, sure. it's, yeah, it's, I do. There's no intimacy. It's just like. It's just like, hey, boobs are great. Well, why the games not like just celebrate boobs and penises and jizz? And you're like, okay, well, that's this game. All right. Uh, so, do is I it recommend good? it? Hold on, like that's the yeah. yeah let's it get plays to it. All right. Is it good? All yeah. right. Yeah, it plays all right. Like I said, if you want the goodest of the rogue lights, you know, play Hades, play Rogue Legacy. It's not. I wouldn't put it as number one, but it it works. It functions very well, and I played it for longer than I thought I was going to, and. I might even play it again. There you um, go. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah but it, it just be forewarned. It's not just, it's not your, your grandma's uh, pixelated sex uh, animations. It's, it's, it's quite liquid and quite <laughs> gross and very gender liquid. bending. So wow. if you, you know, I like the cons. I like the concept that my grandmother had some form of pixel, uh, intimate pixel action yeah i mean who knows but it's it's i mean i think it probably like leisure suit larry would be i guess the example right like mm, that right. yeah you know one and two but um it's uh yeah it, you know it's good I all, right. It. all right yeah. i'm uh I'm i mean glad it, you... it makes you laugh sometimes you look at the sex acts they depict like there's a a genie from aladdin yeah like he's just a genie but he's blue and he clearly looks like will smith yeah. And it's like, what do you do? Yep. Okay. You're banging the genie <laughs> and you get some magical sauce from him or something. And then like, <laughs> and there's like Link is in the game, although he's kind of a skinny teenager looking Link. Yeah. He's like, mm, pull his pants down and start going to town on Link. Like great. that's great. If you want any magical items, you've got to perform sex in this game. And right. then when you die and go back to the main base. Yeah. Um, you have like a Catholic nun who spanks you. Like, you know, he, you know, you get permanent upgrades between things. So yeah. while you're doing that, you hear a spanking sound the whole time like this. Wow. So while you're getting your, your punishment. Yeah. You, you <laughs> get spanked, but you permanently <laughs> upgrade your character. And there's yeah. also a room where you, you collect 10 of something and then you get to go to a sex room with another character. And there's just a scene that plays out. Yeah. Sure, like de- like dead cells, but but sex. not yeah. but with sex, but with sex yeah. instead of dead yeah. cell people talking. Yeah, yeah, it's a game. All right, there you go. A review of the of the uh, the red light district of of Steam and its current darling Scarlet Maiden on Steam now. Mm-hmm. All right, over hundred k in sales apparently. It's I think not they bad. made it really well with this game. Not bad at all. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back from this break, we are going to tackle. Uh, a Dear Martha YouTube comment edition. All right. So stick around for that. Got some other news to rip through, some correspondence, and then an insane number of people to thank uh, for supporting the show this week. I don't know what the frick happened, but I have a theory. Anyway, that'll be after this uh, few minutes uh, that we're going to take off, and then we'll be right back. So come on back. You here? All right. We're back, everybody. Welcome back to the show. It's time for us to dive right into Dear Martha. It says uh, YouTube comments there, so I assume that's uh, where we're at. But, John, you want to explain any of this before we go? No, we're just reading YouTube comments as Dear Martha today. That's it. That works for me. Let's start with this one. My dearest Martha, man, John, you're a better man than me. 
If I had encountered even a single one of those situations and slash or bugs in Starfield, I would have been done and uninstalled the game on the spot. Cry laughing emoji. Yours in this life and the next. Rocks ha. <laughs> I've never seen that one. It kind of has a point. I'm going to do, I'm gonna do uh, let's do two more. All right. Uh, let me give you a fresh one. Hold on. Okay. Here you go. Whoops. Shit. My dearest Martha, I'm surprised no one brought up the pitch Microsoft made back when announcing their digital-only stuff, saying that they wanted players to be able to resell their digital games, and people were in an uproar about how it was terrible and would hurt everyone. And now we're here, and that's exactly what we need. Yours in this life and the next, Code Wow. It's actually a good point. Um, we should almost have a topic about it, but it's not quite what they were suggesting in 2013. No, they were. Uh, yeah, it's there's a more to revisionist it. to say that that's what people wouldn't have been mad about. Just that. Yeah, there was a lot there was more a going whole on. ownership and buying tokens and rights to yep, it thing. and being online all the time. There's a million yeah. caveats to that mess. So and we, we make that, that but there's probably a show topic in that. We'll get Here, to it uh, but, you know, before we move on too far from this, you know, YouTube comments a little light this week. And now that people know we're reading them, I'm sure that will pick up. But um, <laughs> let me be controversial. I think ultimately we are going to get to a place where just used games don't exist. And honestly, we're probably better for it. Yeah, I, I, I know mean, that's going to piss people off who are like, we can't afford. We sometimes that's the only way we can afford game. I get it. I'm sorry. I get it too. I just feel like the market. Getting, yeah. You're getting priced out. That's the way it goes. Like, yeah. This feels like a thing. Where <laughs> like at a certain point, guess what? I'm priced out of Masterpiece Transformers. They are too expensive for my budget. Mm. I want them all, mm. but I can't afford them. Right. And my options are get way better at YouTube and Twitch <laughs> or live without Masterpiece Transformers. <laughs> I like it. So I get in the that. comments and let me know what you think of that. Yeah, let us know. Uh, <laughs> I <want those> ex- <laughs> right. Have you seen those expensive self-changing Transformers? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the, the Grimlock, Grimlock that just turns himself yeah. into a T-Rex. Yeah, Yeah, and he goes, and it makes the whole sound. Oh, and Grimlock. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it does have the original G1 voice, which I'm sure some people like. Yeah, not you, I though. can't claim to be a fan of G1 Grimlock. You're not one of those wise. people. No. Uh, all right, hey, sorry. Grimlock, Grimlock, Grim, say Grimlock. smash. Oh, dinosaur. Grim, Grimlock must be stupid. <laughs> Grimlock's so dumb. He's so stumb. All right, I'm going to hit play again on one of these. My dearest Martha. Okay, so now the age-old question has finally been answered. Does a bow shit in the woods? <laughs> Yours in this life and the next. Hunter H. <laughs> I mean, he basically said no, because that was the, you'd only done this in the lake. Or no, had you said you did it in the woods? Oh, no, that's how we, last week, the cigarette foil story was, was oh, like shit in the woods. Oh, right. I mean, I've shit in the bush a couple of times. That's not, in my mind, that's not that controversial. Maybe people also feel that, the, like, shit in the lake was a weird one, but, like, like that same trip, or as a fishing trip, we're on an island, no buildings, mm. middle of nowhere. Mm. There's a designated area where some toilet rolls are put on tree branches, 
and you just shit in the pile. Maybe little holes dug. There's no outhouse. We're only there for a week, and you just shit on the ground. That's what you do. That spot. Yeah. You shit on top of other shit, and you, you know, you say hello to the flies that are, <laughs> that are like amassed in that area, and you just shit there. Was anything when you were doing the Bush Burger and? In Anaheim, I did not shit in Anaheim okay. outside right. of a toilet. All right, right? just making sure. Because you were uh, kind of in that. Bush. Organizers, I, I don't. <laughs> not, if you find, I'm sure they find shit at BlizzCon. It's not mine. Okay, <laughs> like there's so many people there, and some of them are so unruly. I have no doubt someone defecated publicly at least once in mm-hmm. the history of BlizzCon. They're doing some more tickets. A wave of new tickets. That surprised yeah. me. Right. So I didn't have plans on going. I, I, um, unless they got to me and said, hey, we're doing press stuff this year. I can't either. I can't afford it. Well, that's it. what I, I, I don't want to like, I don't want, maybe I should ask this off the air. Mm. Should I go and renew my passport? Is what oh. I ask. You don't have to answer me now because like I have no plans, but you know. I mean, I like, would have thought we would have heard by now since the thing is literally a month away. Me too. Yeah. Like I'd have to do it like tomorrow. Like I have to get on and get the express. They've always been bad at that with press though. Yeah. Like at least when Bethany was there though, she would make additional arrangements yeah. beyond she like was great. it was last minute, but it was like, Hey, here's last minute. Do you need a hotel? Do you need a way to get there? Like yeah. let's check. Whereas when Bethany wasn't involved, yeah. it was yeah, you can have a press pass. Hope you can figure out how to get to Anaheim in two days. Like, like yeah, you're so always... lucky I was going anyway. But now this year it is different because the only way I'm going is if it's a press thing. I'm not going to go for myself. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, it would have to be that. And I just thought they would have contacted people for it. And maybe they're just being more handpicky. Maybe it's, uh, you know, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Tickets went on sale today. Third wave coming out <laughs> right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Today, we'll I probably... Yeah. We'll probably have more fun covering it here. I think. Well, we I think they're. I think it's all changing towards more direct, anyways. So you know, I think. It, yeah, I have a feeling I, it's not going to be quite what everyone is thinking it will be. I think a lot of people think it's going to be. I mean, it's it is an in, in person event and all that stuff, but I think it's going to look different. It's going to feel different. And I, I, I got to get my passport renewed now, anyways, because if you do if you do do something else in Utah, I should go or something. Oh yeah, are we were there's some well. I'll tell you off air. Well, there's we we have a I have an idea. I'll tell you off. I mean, air. we've batted around over the years, so I, I'm sure it's not going to you know even if it's just a visit. Corcon coming to Germany in 2024. Just kidding. Well, we'll talk. We're going I to have Germany. A friend in Germany. Well, you do. I could, I could really? Who's somebody? who's your friend? In yeah. Germany? Who's your friend? Who's your friend? Never talk. You always talk about bad, and you never talk about. Hans. His name is Tyler, <laughs> and uh, he was one of my best friends growing up, yeah. and uh, out of high school, he joined the military, ended up stationed in Germany, kind of fell in love with it, fell in love with someone there, and had uh, started raising a family. And what's great is his uh, brothers uh, went to visit, and they also fell in love with Germany, and I think at least one of his brothers, if not more, moved there too. So Wow. Uh, Interesting. Wow. Yeah. I, that's a, it would be a nice reunion for you. And uh, I will say one of his older brothers, Ryan, who I got along with really well, too, uh, he was a huge World of Warcraft fan back in the day. And when I guessed it on the instance, like he didn't he, he I think he knew that I did podcasting things. But yeah. uh, when I guest hosted on the instance with you, Scott, all of a sudden. 
Tyler contacted me and he goes, Ryan is losing his mind. <laughs> you were on the instance. That's like great. he is freaking out. That's great. Um, so it was, uh, that was, that was really nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's great. By awesome. the way, Bethany, I think still listens to this show. And if she does, Bethany, we miss your, your deft touch at Blizzard. You were, you were <laughs> yeah. one of a kind. Over Constantly there. miss. I miss, Bethany being a PR person for literally anything, I'm anything ever. With. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's true. She, she was, was definitely great. left the biggest impression for me too. One like, of the best, the if not the company, the, maybe even the great. best. I don't even know if there's a better one than her. She was so good. I don't good. think so. Yeah. No offense to the rest of you. Okay. Cause maybe we don't know, but she was awesome. Yeah. Um, it's okay to say someone's the Wayne Gretzky of what they do. Yeah. That's yeah true. No, it's that, it's that meme of, uh, what is it? The car meme where it's like, this is great, but I like this. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You know, you're great, but we like Bethany. Yeah, like, we like Bethany. Just... So we'll take her over all of you is what we're really saying. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's get on. <laughs> let's move on to these things here. <laughs> we got some extra news to cover. Sony chief uh, Jim Ryan stepped down after 30 years at PlayStation as a big, long career. Uh, he was crucial to the PlayStation one success in Europe back in the day. Um, kind of, you know, pointed to as the as single-handedly making that not only happen and be successful, but dominate the uh, the region to this day. Uh, PlayStation is still just absolutely dominant over there, and he's he's credited for that. Anyway, Jim Ryan stepping down. No idea who his heir apparent is uh, to to run PlayStation uh, after he leaves, but he's been there a long time. Ninety four. I, I hope think. it's somebody else with the last name Ryan. That'd be great. Right. Just for no reason other than just like some weird perceived nepotism that it like wouldn't be there. I want it to be a different Ryan. I want him I to just do want, yeah. I want them to announce like Jim Ryan's successor named Steve, Ryan. Steve Ryan, no relation, <laughs> like the new, new head of uh place. They should try to be like Nintendo and have a guy named like, uh, Jerry siphon filter or something. So we get <laughs> trying to think of a bad guy. What, what, what is the, what's crash bandicoots? Nemesis? Oh, Profe- uh, Cor- um, Cortex Cor- vortex professor Isn't siphon filter, an actual video game. <laughs> it's a video no, game. it is. Yeah. I couldn't think With of anything the else. Greatest run animation of all time. It's uh, Roger Baldur's Gate. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It needs to be the name of some popular Sony title. You know, Larry the Last of Us or whatever. I don't know. Uh, but he that's what they want to do. So we got Larry Bowser. Larry the Last of Us. Because <laughs> <laughs> then you got Bowser at Nintendo. You got Last of Us, Larry Last of Us over here. And then over at, yeah. oh, well, Microsoft still got uh, Phil Spencer. I don't know how Phil you do Spencer. that. Phil Suspenders. Well, when he goes, then we'll replace him with... Uh, Cortana Xbox. <laughs> Craig no, Covenant. We'll get- <laughs> what about Bill Halo? He's pretty good, too. Bill Halo. <laughs> My name is Cortana Master Chief, and I'm the new... <laughs> Cortana Master Chief's real <laughs> I feel like someone out there named their daughter Cortana Master Chief. And they're just like real sad these days. If I get another cat or dog, I I might do that. That's pretty good. Cortana Master Chief. Cortana Master Chief. Cortana Master Chief. Cortana the female Master Chief. Yeah. And Microsoft's not using it for their digital assistant anymore. So let's go. Let's get her out there. No, Cortana Cortana ended. I don't think they, uh, well, Bing, maybe it's a Bing name or something, but Cortana didn't work out. 
Um, Let's get Snoop Dogg. He's Chandler. doing the rounds. It's Chandler. That's exactly Chandler right. would be perfect. Oh my god! Like perfect in that I would uninstall it just like I uninstalled Cortana. But still. Cortana voice assistant. Let's see. Uh, oh, she's still going. Maybe it's still going. They just are, they just kind of deprecated her a bit. Um, yeah. If so, she popped up in all her like digital glory and called you chief and was like. Hey yeah. chief, what are you looking for? You want to? I'd be add into slash it. remove programs. You'd be like, well, I'm keeping you around. That's right. Let me carry you around in the back of my neck all day. That's what I want. <laughs> oh, they're bringing covenant. You can be a covenant uh, model and skins and all that in uh, the multiplayer game. The um, what's it called? Uh, Halo Infinite. That's coming up. Watch Is for that, that. That's the new trend, huh? We're just gonna put bullshit in all our shooters. I yep. saw Narius and Lilith are in Call of Duty now. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it. So you can enjoy some actually good Diablo end game, I guess. I guess it doesn't, it doesn't it help you want to play Call of Duty because like it's going to bring over Blizzard players to the Call of Duty franchise. No, it doesn't no. at all. Yeah, but you know, that's the, that was that's the, exact the idea. Conversation I mean, to be fair, yeah. if I played Call of Duty, I'd probably be like, all right, I'll play the Anaria skin, I guess, because otherwise I'm just the lame ass dude. But like, yeah, it's not that, that different. That also Fortnite. requires the first hurdle of me wanting to play a Call of Duty, a modern Call of Duty game. To, you know to me, it's, it's like Fortnite, except dumber fit. Like at least Fortnite's already kind of goofy. So when you bring in stuff, it feels like normal. But when you put Lara Croft and uh, what's her uh, uh, Nicki Minaj are coming to Call of Duty as well, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I don't, I don't. Those people are fine. I love Lara Croft. Are you kidding me? Nicki Minaj, well done, hell of a career. What are you doing in Call of Duty? That's weird. Mm-hmm weird yeah i mean even fortnite feels like it's scraping the bottom of the barrel this last battle pass was like i it was not for me Mm. like i i know that they're i'm i'm aging myself out by living every day uh from the fortnite target audience but like when one of your big selling points is the guy on youtube that does this to like obvious things like don't get me wrong i complained about him being in fortnite my wife showed me his videos and they're legitimately very good it's a Mm. guy that i don't know his name but he watches people who do overly complicated things and then he does a simple version of it and then just does a shrug like boy that was hard it is funny but that's like a highlight of your battle pass. I'm just like, oh, I'm feeling I'm feeling my age here, ladies and gentlemen. I don't think Fortnite's for me. Yeah, I think I might be getting too old. Well, we have a story about that coming up in a second. Before we get to that, though, Chris Metz and officially doing things. Uh, we knew like a year ago that he was going to go poke around the Warcraft team and do stuff. In fact, uh, John Height had put out a tweet, which is as official as you get. He's he's executive producer of the game. He put out a thing uh, around then saying Chris is going to come back and help us with some Warcraft stuff, and we're excited. People kind of forgot that, though. And so when this came up, a lot of people thought, oh, this is news that he's back at Blizzard. That's actually been true for a bit. But what is new is that the uh, he has a new official title over there, which is... Crap. Let me find the name. Uh, it is... Not that it matters that much, but Commander in Chief of Creative. Creative, creative Commander Executive Creative Director. Of Warcraft specifically. So when he left Blizzard, he was head of all franchise development. Mm. He is not that here. This is a Warcraft focus. Um 
Some of us have known about this for a long time and haven't been able to talk about it. But here's the problem. Here's the deal. Yeah, some of us. One, one third. One. Of us. Oh yeah, there's th- we're three of us on the show. <laughs> anyway, he, uh, he, he. Uh, there's things I can't say, so I, I'm trying to recuse myself from this. So, so what I'm trying to say is, mm-hmm. it's a Warcraft focus. This is what we know. Um, it will be not just World of Warcraft focused, but poten- potentially other projects. Whether that means crazy ideas like. I don't know. Warcraft. Anything with the Warcraft name, he's the creative, the executive creative. Correct. He's got correct. creative oversight if it's got like, Warcraft in the title. Correct. Whatever like Kevin that might Feige, be. Kevin Feige, MCU. Sort of yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, in fact, yeah. it's a perfect way to put it because Disney is like Blizzard and they have a lot of projects going on, but Feige is just Marvel. If there's a unifying force taking the projects and right. putting them together, so which pe- we don't know if that's specifically the case here because the thing's been announced. Yeah, but everyone's asking for Warcraft Four, World of Warcraft Two, Warcraft the TV show. Give me Warcraft pajamas or whatever yeah, new a movies. Lot of, a lot of World of Warcraft uh, requests there, in the queue. There is considering just how much they've content for video and games they've mined since MCU became a thing, even Star Wars, Ahsoka, still, man, Ahsoka, just a side tangent, <laughs> latest episode of Ahsoka. What if we talked about Ahsoka now? I, just, I, I, can't, <laughs> I can't watch Ahsoka, I can't watch live action Ahsoka without almost crying, like every time. Really? If there's it's ever really an ep- it's really, really good. But any episode, if there's, a, if Rosario Dawson is playing Ahsoka on an episode, for some reason, I get weepy. It, she could be blowing raspberries, and I'm just still like, oh my god! You know, I just like it's. I'm so glad I'm like that's Troy Barnes meeting yeah. Lavar Burton. Like it's like, mm. I don't know what it is, but it just has an effect on me. Anyways, he, it's, it's tangent over. Yeah, but I get <laughs> no your point. Pr- I get your point because having Metzen, this is a good comparison because having Metzen back in the fray has a lot of people very very excited, and they should be. Is all yeah, I, can I think say. they should be too. Because um, <laughs> I got to be careful. I don't want to say no, no, something. Don't, I know. Don't, I know. Don't. Just recuse yourself from the conversation. I'm recused. Bo and I will I'm recused. focus up. We'll talk about. Yeah, it. it'll don't, be great. Just, and there's and the one thing we do know is that I'm in at BlizzCon. They're going to spill a ton of beans. So that wait, just hang around yeah. for that. Well, you know, I mean, I know you talked to Chris. Like maybe after all the beans are spilled, and he want he's doing. Was talking about some of the stuff. Maybe you know. You'll probably get him back on. He, I know a show. You can get him back on. You should <laughs> yeah. do one on one, or you know, I, I know a show with you and two other hosts. We should do three on steal one. Your thunder. We should do three and on one. I have no problem with that. Yeah, um, we can just hang out. We'll just, we know how chill it is here. You just. Don't. I like Transformers now. I didn't back in the day. We got a yeah. lot to talk about. Like we got common ground all for days. So most of my conversations I, with him are about family and about life and stuff like that. But when we do talk about this stuff, I can tell you this one thing without giving anything away. That it, and not even that I know much anyway. But I, I've not seen him this excited in years. He's very right. stoked, and so That's I see that. Take that for what you will, but. When his passion is is at a high moment point, that's when his best work happens over there, and I think that he's at I one of those moments. I think that's good. I don't yeah. want to like. I, I have such complicated feelings with World of Warcraft. I've yeah, a lot of time in that universe and game, and was felt have felt very let down by it for a very long time. Mm. It's not to say that that's how everybody has to feel about it. That's my personal journey. Um, I think that game is a massive disappointment in the form that it is now. And if there is one thing that makes me go, huh, maybe, 
maybe it's this as jaded and hurt as I've been. Uh, it's it's this like it is it is a spark of hope in otherwise darkness um, because I, I, I think to me it just comes down to. You know, I don't want to take people who are excited about, you know, Warcraft where it is. I don't want to take that away from them. But for me, it certainly felt like the franchise moved on and left me behind. And I, I think the best way I can say that, like, I think Chris has his work cut out for him for sure um, is I would ask you, Scott, you even played the most recent expansion. Yeah. Which Warcraft character do you find that is active and participating in the story? Yeah. Do you find the most interesting <laughs> and compelling? Oh shit. Don't put Josh Scott in that position. Well, no, no. Cause what I'm, what he's, his point is that they, there really isn't one in this expansion. Well, that's not true. When I stopped playing, not even this expansion, like just in general, who is active that is still interesting and compelling thrall. Uh, he's not in there anymore. No, he's when in the game. When was the last time Thrall showed up? Oh, I know, but I'm saying he's still, you know, he's in the world, but we haven't heard from I him. I mean, actively, a, a, a reg. he doesn't have to be in every quest, but you can assume they're going to turn up probably in the expansion. Well, Alex Straza is your big, is your big main, and in Chromie, there's, I mean, there, this expansion, the dragon focus stuff is obviously focusing on a lot of dragon shit. I haven't been there for the most recent patch, which introduced a bunch of, connective story that will take it to wherever it's going next. So I can't speak to that. I don't know who showed up in there. It looked like night elf shit was going down. I don't know. Um, but I, I get your point and you're not wrong. Yeah. I mean, my point is, and you get, I think people can see it's not hidden. Like most of the good characters of Warcraft are dead. have had their storylines either completely destroyed or wrecked by just say my opinion, piss poor lore and storytelling uh, have been written out of the story altogether and are no longer a part of it. And we have had cool, interesting characters replaced by watered down lamer versions for years now. And sometimes we've had like worse versions of worse versions taking over. Mm. And as a result, like when I think about getting excited about Warcraft, I think the hardest thing for me right now is, okay, but what's the onboarding on that? Because the onboarding for World of Warcraft for me was, oh, freaking Thrall and Jaina and Sylvanas yeah. and like all these characters that I wanted to see and wanted to adventure in the world with. I was so excited for. And almost all those characters are gone. And I think that there are people that are in it and playing the current version that probably do have those characters for them. But that hasn't none of those have hit or stuck for me. Mm. Like they've, they've all gone by the, the wayside. And so I hear Metzen back on Warcraft and I think, Oh, that's great. You know, he created all those characters that are now dead and gone. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I, I need something that's going to be an entry point because you say, Oh, he's writing the Warcraft story now. Well, the problem that he has is that I don't care about the Warcraft story now. Like we've had years of me not caring so if there is somebody who can make it interesting and compelling again as an onboarding to all these people that have left or, or fallen away, I, I have hope for that, whatever yeah. that may be. So yeah. that's why this news is exciting for me. Um, but 
we'll have to see. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We got to wait and see. Well, Scott, Scott seems like he can't say stuff, so, but he looks giddy like his head's going to explode because <laughs> he wants to say Well, I mean, like I say, I don't know as much as maybe people would assume, but I don't want to say anything. The main thing is that I haven't seen him this excited. And this is a, you know, this is a guy that had had it at one point in 2016. And he'd said as much publicly, and we talked about it on the shows, he had burned out there and for lots of reasons. And this is all before Mike Morheim left. This was before um, all the allegation stuff happened, which took him completely by surprise. He didn't know it was happening while he was there. Like all this stuff since then, it's been a lot of garbage. Like you would think if anything, he would seem more cautious or, or whatever, but I can just, I can feel through his voice and our texts and everything else that he is out of his mind, excited about what they're doing. And it seems like others on the team are, are mirroring that sentiment. So all I mean, all I'm saying is when your chief creative guy who really is responsible for that entire franchise, let alone all the other franchises under the blizzard thing, you know, Starcraft was his, this was his, uh, to a great extent, Diablo's direction was his, uh, once blizzard decided to, you know, buy into it back in the day. Um, and certainly overwatch and whatever Titan was going to be like, no one's had their, no one has more to do with the creative vision of that company than he has. And to hear how excited he is to be back and focused on his baby like this, that just gets me stoked. I don't know. Well, and could- it's infectious too. If you listen to your interviews with him, like as a creative, if I like, here's my advice. If you're out there and you consider yourself a creative person and you're dealing with like feeling down or you're in the doldrums or you don't feel like making anything, listen to Scott talk to Chris about anything like I will say this. One of Metzen's biggest strengths, he has an infectious enthusiasm for oh, yeah. creating stuff. Big time. Yeah. And it it spreads like wildfire. And so you saying he's jazzed and the team sounds like they're jazzed too, that's awesome. Because like that is what we need. Yeah. We need that and we also need Activision to go away. Yeah, yeah. But and that's <laughs> that might be happening too. So there's a lot to potentially be excited about. And uh I think that. You know, like I said, it gives me a spark. It, I thought this door was shut, and this is a little crack. A little crack of light. I can light. see a little light through. Yep. I guess you can't say anything, but behind the scenes, he must be talking to Phil at Xbox. Right? Oh, I don't know. That I don't know. I have no idea. Like the, That you should ask him. That's I, what I want to know after. <laughs> no, cause, cause, I mean, not they, right now. We don't need to talk about it, but I want to know from I know you that at he, some point. I can tell you this. My... my as long as I've known him, I, I, I think I'm safe in saying that he, he doesn't care about the corporates. He doesn't want to deal with that part of it. And so I, I would think not having, he's not going to be the one having that conversation because uh, it's no, just not I, interesting I, to him. I, I still think the conditions for Chris to return means that he's going to have some hand in decision making for, like, it's not just here, get in your creative sweatshop and make good, good ideas and we'll decide if they're good or not. Like, I would assume he's going to have some vetoing some some more power than he had previously but yeah i don't know i try to just put myself in, in those shoes it's like you know he can make his own worlds it's just a satisfying a lot of high ups in blizzard left and made other companies including mike morheim mm-hmm. to do what they wanted yeah for him to agree to go back and you know john explaining and you you know having interviewed him and we know our context with him i feel like he would have to have some more say in where things, even if it's just from the lore perspective, like, well, that I'm sure of just cause yeah, that's his it, whole thing. You would right? have to have more authority, I think. Yeah. And 
you know, he's not going to be working forever. He's an older guy. So part of it is probably secession planning for the future as well for the franchise. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I guess Kevin Feige is pretty old too, and he's still able to do it. Like, I don't imagine when you're at that level, you're doing a lot of rank and file type work. Like you're yeah, getting your teams, tasking them, getting them, you know, deployed on whatever it is they're doing and sort of unifying the whole thing. The, re- so. the reason I think he's probably more hands-on is just his, that's where his passion is. He's not happy. I shouldn't say he's not happy, but he's not happy. He's happiest when he's like in that room going, what about this? This character says this yeah. coming up with these epic relationships and you know, that kind of stuff is, I think is what fuels any of this. So, so yeah, I'll be working with teams and all of that, but I, this is this is like a this will be a far cry from where it used to be, where it was kind of I'm up here now in charge of all franchise. I guess go ahead, everybody, and here's some ideas from the top. But I think he likes being in the fray, likes being down there in the in the in the room. Oh, I'm that, sure. I just don't think you have someone at that level and have them, you know, doing rank and file work. Like, yeah, it's not. You know, he'll have people to help him with that stuff. Yeah, he's not going to... I mean, I... Someone's not saying to him, Chris, we need a new NPC by five. Like, he's not doing that. Write 10 pages of copy for Quest X. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, he probably just gets to do the fun parts, the creative part, and then someone's, you know... Yeah. Like, I I would be curious (laughs) about the day-to-day. Like, what is that like? It would help inform us about what his overall role is, too. But I just... If it's multiple projects, he can't be that granular from that point of view, but well, still be deeply involved. Like, it's not like he's just like, yep, yeah, good. Yeah. Like, it's not just, you know, yeah. it's just, there's a lot of people at that company. Good news is he's, you know, if he wants, if he wants to talk more about it or get deeper into it, he'll definitely have the leeway to make those decisions without having to jump through a bunch of PR hoops. But, um, you know, he knows the doors open anytime. So, Oh, I guess my original comment was just like, I don't know to what extent, cause you mentioned Activision, right? Like let's yeah. get Activision off the back. And it's like, I still wonder if they're going to crack that egg or not. Like Microsoft would come in and be like, Blizzard, you go over there. You're no longer Activision Blizzard. Like you do Blizzard shit, Activision, you do your Activision shit. Yeah. I'm really curious about that. What, what, that, what will that dynamic, like will that dynamic change? Because Activision is suddenly a publishing and call of duty arm. King is making mobile games and, and Blizzard is, if I were those guys, I would want Blizzard back being Blizzard. And doing Blizzard shit all yeah. the time, and that's yeah. all I would want them doing. And they're, they're, Blizzard isn't wasn't even the target. We know the target of their acquisition was King. Yeah. And I think typically a lot of those big guys they buy the company at least from sorry not typically but in Microsoft typically at least from what Phil said publicly they don't mess too much I think directly with the companies they own them. There's a relationship. They switch to Outlook, I'm sure, in Microsoft <laughs> projects internally or products to yeah. save money. But um, I, I don't know to what extent meddling happens, but I kind of think this is such a big purchase. We could see some strategic restructuring of that whole pie. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. And I would hope so. I think the best case scenario would be for Blizzard to be like, we're removing you from Activision and King. Go stand on your own too. We, uh, Phil is, of course, fully versed. I'm sure in what makes Blizzard Blizzard. He's not. It's not like he's some detached executive. No, no idea what he, he bought. Likes to play. Um. So they they would, out of all the people that could have bought him, they would be the best to actually decide. Like we want Blizzard doing what Blizzard does best. So mm-hmm. 
here you go. Tell us yeah. what you need and let's get it done. I so think, I, think I would good. hope if you're putting Chris Metzen in charge of Warcraft, that they be def- I'm sure Phil loves that idea mm-hmm. and that they're hopefully going to be in communication and, and Chris is going to be like, I want these things. And Phil's going to be like, whatever you want, baby. I love your work. Let's go. <laughs> like that's, that's maybe not, maybe without the baby or whatever, but maybe you know. without the baby, but I kind of like the but, idea of calling him baby. I like that. That's fun. Yeah. Why not? Uh, speaking of which, FTC tried one more time or is trying one more time to stop the merger. Uh, they will not succeed. It's <laughs> it's basically just machinations, and it's now it's just a matter of them trying one more time. Well, they, need to, they need to go after Microsoft. I, it sort of occurred to me that this is a proxy war. Kind of. I think like so. Taking it out on Xbox. It's like Sony poked the bear, and everyone's taking it out on Xbox. But the bigger thing you should be thinking about is Microsoft, not xbox yeah i tend to agree so we'll see i don't there's not much new to add other than it seems it's just kind of pointless but we'll see what they do uh there were a bunch of lay uh a bunch of layoffs this week uh pissed a lot of people off in fact uh 10 people on the hearthstone team speaking of warcraft properties uh were let go um kind of a small one but a big one at epic almost 16 percent of its workforce uh, 900 and something people were let go amidst record profits. That's usually the story here. Um, I mean, that's usually, uh, uh, is almost always the way when you yeah. get layoffs. Almost always. The worst it part of always go with record profits because we always have to have record profits. Record profits. Like How can, do you do you that? Write it without checking people. it. Yep. They need record profits year after year. And if you can't do it, with what you're selling, you do it with layoffs. The epic thing pisses me off. So it's always record. The epic, the epic thing makes me mad for two main reasons. One, uh, Tim Sweeney wrote a letter to all the employees that really boiled down to this. Um, a bunch of our ideas for quick expansion didn't work. Those were our ideas and we made them, you know, we thought they were going to work, but they didn't really work. So we're going to fire a bunch of people that had nothing to do with those ideas. It's kind of how it came off, came over. It really annoyed me. Um, the other thing that bugs me is they still print money with Fortnite. I mean, it's just they have ridiculous amounts of money. There's no reason to fire these people. And also they're faking like their underdog. Let's go, Joe Gamer. We're with you, average gamer. Let's fight Apple and Google and all these people that want to charge us fees for using their stores. That's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. They're not one of us. They're a giant corporation that will let you go in a heartbeat if it makes sense for the bottom line. So it is what it is. It just kind of pissed me yeah, off. I'm so. getting into the whole conversation again and pissing off business people, but it's just it's corpo it is as the hell. game. But Maybe. but it, 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 it <laughs> they like they hire like crazy. Like they they're still hiring, which is so when, weird. Yeah, when you, when that's what I mean. It's like when you have that many people inside an organization and you're trusting. Like, let's say you run a business and you have 10,000 people reporting to you. You're like, I don't want them all reporting to me. Like, I need sub-managers. And those sub-managers need sub-managers. Yeah. And you do your own hiring. Then everyone's off doing hiring and you're proving projects. Like, it's so simple to see how it can get out of hand, Mm -hmm. you know, later. Sure. And be like, oh, we need to slim down for whatever reason. It's just, I don't... It happens in every industry. It never it feels sucks. good. Always it's, feels bad. There's, there's like nothing any, if you had a career and you were pinning your hopes on that career or, you know, that was part of your plan, the world's not set up for you to have a comfortable safety net very easily on the kinds of incomes we earn. You know, I, yeah. I've been told various 
things to always have six months, nine months living expenses in the checking account because you yeah. never know. Never know. Um, All kinds of things can happen. But, um, even, still, the word yeah. is, I couldn't find confirmation on this, but the word is they fired the entire Fall Guys team who they just bought. They bought their game, bought their team. The game is the game, and now they're just getting rid of it. It's just, I hate that shit. It's like, why do the buyouts? The people you were buying anyway. You were buying the talent, not this thing they built. I don't know. Maybe it isn't. Maybe Apparently I have it not. wrong. Yeah, like and the other, oh, and uh, the other sucks. one was uh, Bandcamp. They're going to sell Bandcamp, which I forgot they owned. Oh, yeah, they um, bought it. It's weird that they're selling They what bought it. We all for? went, why did they buy it? And now they're selling Now they're selling it because I don't think they knew what they were doing with it. And well, maybe one person in the company wanted it, and everyone else was like, "Why did we let that guy buy it?" Yeah, <laughs> you know, like. But if I mean, if, so, look, so if that goes to the right big. hands and somebody treats it okay, then maybe those bands and everybody who relies on Bandcamp will be okay, and the platform yeah, will but thrive. I think but. they've. I think it is a known quantity who they're selling it to. I don't think there's a lot of faith that it's going to go well. Chat says Mediatonic is that the that's the Fall Guys team, right? I think that they're the ones that got laid off in mass. Ugh, bastards. Anyway, yeah, no, it, it, like layoffs, they suck. And it's like, the what's the answer? Nope, my, your country's way more sensitive to it than my country. Mm. Like, uh, you need unions. I mean, gaming, we're headed you, there. With unions games. started because they wanted your eight year old kid to work in the factory because they have small hands, can get, you know, <laughs> small items out from between the machinery. I hate that. Like, left unchecked. That's why I call them assholes. They're babies that will you know, grift as hard as they can. There are responsible business people out there for sure. It's not mm. it's painting them with a broad brush, but the worst among them are the worst among them. And they will do like incredibly unhumane shit. Like, and yeah, it, it's just, it's, it's in the game. Gaming industry is of a, such a size that you will be taken advantage of in many different ways. We just did the Absolutely. whole thing on uh, the uh, Unity engines. It's all it's all feels tied. Everything it's all it's all it's all connected, man. In a year where we are having one of the best years in gaming in in history, this shouldn't be happening. Like I know they're not all Larian and Bethesda and Microsoft and whoever's got the big money for their big releases, you know. And the Cyberpunk is well made up for any mistakes they made. I understand these are three really exceptional examples, but there's enough to go around and there's no reason why Epic who prints the most money for the most, you know, their live service game is the biggest in the world, not even close. Uh, Mm -hmm. as far as I know, I think it's the biggest thing. Maybe in China, things are different, but point is like, you could have found a way. I just, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I don't like it. They have their fingers in a lot of pies too. Like they're big, the, the whole Disney Star Wars stuff is all, isn't that Unreal Engine powered? Like, well, I mean, the engine is, you know, that business is like, is booming for them. In fact, they got a big kick from the Unity problem. They got a big uptick in in um in revenue from people moving to the Unreal Engine. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the the answer to the problem and the reason why I don't have a lot of faith that it will get solved is that it's not a fix. It's not here's the fix for the gaming industry. It's Here's the fix for government, which would allow a fix for mm. companies and industry, which allows for a fix for workers, which allows for a fix for homes, which allows a fix for families. Like it's everything has to move. Yeah. And it, at every level, you have somebody saying, I shouldn't have to be the one to move. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think it's just it just sucks that it comes off of the heels of success as much as it would come off the heels of failure. <laughs> That's what's yeah. weird about it, you know. That that because like every every industry is going to have layoffs, even if you have a unionized environment. Like there are going to be rationales where mm-hmm. it's going to arguably make sense, and it's never fun. It can happen to literally any one working person, and you're, there's nothing that's going to make that better. It's just in the gaming industry, it's very notable that it's like, we're doing well. Record profits, like you said, layoffs. Yeah, yeah layoffs. <laughs> like, you know, it's just, it, and it's constant. It seems like every week somebody's, the company's successful and also laying people off. Like, it's just, it's it's very infuriating to read. You can almost count on it. It's like, oh, you had a magic quarter and just killed all estimates when you're laying people off. Like, it shouldn't feel that way. And it's it's also because none of them, what's well, the sycophants? Because none of them will get rewarded for turning in a quarter where they treaded water. Hey, we didn't lose money, but we kept the company at the same value. We earned, you know, however many billions in revenue. Everyone gets to keep their job. I call that a win. Should be a win. And it's like, it, that should be a win. Sometimes, you know, you don't have the best, like, Sometimes it's like the whole world's like this. Like not every day is the best day in the universe, right? Sometimes you have bad days as a business, you have a bad quarter or what you call bad. But um, the the standard by which a company has to succeed is simply there to justify return on investment for investors. It's strictly for the, the, the cancerous investment level people who need a high risk thing to to produce a return so their mutual fund or reit or whatever the hell it is they're doing like whoever's buying it uh, you know it was so that it works positively for them yeah. it's gross like it's it's just a really gross thing when it comes to artists and even commercial art like it's ugh. and the more time we spend in cyberpunk the more we hate the corpo culture that's the problem right now i got no patience yeah. for it because i've been looking down the barrel of it in a video game and now i'm annoyed about it in real life but Anyway, uh, final thing, Quest 3 pre-orders went up this week if you want a Quest 3. Uh, the early word is positive on this hardware. People like it. Um, some reviews going around and previews on various sites that you can trust probably. Uh, releasing mid-October or so, and uh, mm. it'll run you 500 bucks. So there's that. That price point. I, I think know. I'm going to get one. But Are you? Uh, Ooh, Bo. I, I, I watched, um, so Lex Friedman has a podcast. He's kind of a weird nerd and I don't really recommend his show, but he occasionally does interviews <laughs> with, uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, right. Just, has, that crazy I don't love all avatar. Of his guests and he's just kind of, but like sometimes he has interesting robotics guys and stuff. So it's, sure. like, it's an okay watch, but he released, he did an interview in the metaverse with, um, Mark Zuckerberg, yeah. but it was photorealistic. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, so it, I was like, oh, if this is what Mark's working towards, he said the only thing stopping them was just you need full body scans. They're trying to get it so that your phone can give you your full body scan. Yeah. You can have photorealistic one-on-one conversation with two people on headsets. You it know, looks online. wild. You could even host the show. And I'm like, no, like I, I know there's criticisms of Facebook. I know we don't love Mark the best, but Mark's – I think Mark is killing. I, I've like generally hated individual things and nitpicks, but overall, I support Mark's direction with all what he's doing in VR, and that was really cool. And that kind of you know pushed me like maybe I will get a Quest Three. I want to be photorealism ready. <laughs> I 
want you're gonna the, the new version of VR chat will be wild. Uh, yeah i mean you know and um i've read i've watched some reviews uh adam what was it um adam savage's tested yeah tested uh, so he did a full i watched a full 30 minute review this afternoon and he thought it was pretty good definitely a big improvement graphics some games are better yeah and stuff so uh, there's a steam vr update too so that's gotten i'm like "Mm, maybe there's a wave of good stuff coming so i'm like well, VR enthusiasts. It's my birthday in October, so if anyone wants to chip in yeah. to those birthday fun to help him get a stream, yeah. say no. Talk to your mom. Tell your mom. Say, Mom, remember when you destroyed that NES cartridge? I need some retribution. I told her today. I've already told her. I'm like, you know, if someone's thinking about getting something for my birthday, just, mm. just let me $20. I'll put it towards the fund. She's already getting my present. I kind of want my ears pierced, so we're talking about that. Hubba hubba. It's weird to be in your 40s and be like, Mom, can I get my ears pierced? And she's like, yeah, when do you want to go? But that's what's happening in the Schwartz household right now. Wow. Um, Is she going to go with like, you? You're going to make her take you there and hold well, my dad. I mean, back in the day, my dad would have never let me get my ears pierced because that's what gay people do. And we can't have that. You yeah. can't have a son who's gay. Although, spoiler alert, the other one was gay. So, the other you know. son was gay anyway. <laughs> you know, yeah, my brother's gay. But yeah. um it's uh it's uh it's i was like you know it's something i'm like oh i never did because i'd be you know in his words an f word so like i'm like well maybe i will go get a pierce like why not let's do that mm. so yeah i'm excited I think, but i want to have like cool skeletons or something like something like you know dm dungeon mastery yeah you know i don't want like uh diamond earrings or something i want like uh you don't want like studs you want like like um, doom eternal bones or something like yeah, that right like yeah. <laughs> just something like my my uh, character in shoot, I assume I've mixed up some Starfield character creation with uh, Cyberpunk because I'm playing them so close to each other. But somewhere you can do these like little almost like thrall tusks. I can't remember which game it is, but they look cool. You should do that. Like little tusky oh, looking tooths. Yeah. That's a good idea. I know Although, what you're talking about, yeah. yeah, yeah. Rich V in the chat room has a very compelling thing I hadn't thought of, which is just diamond dice. Like, oh. maybe not the diamond part, but like yeah. D20s. Yeah. I like that. Ah, this is a new D4s future. You're going to lean the in whole, your... The whole set of polyhedral dice earrings. <laughs> I'm in. Sign, sign me up for witnessing this happen to your life. Uh, that's it for extra news. And we're going to do some quick correspondence now. That's these a are, good question. These are all very fast. Uh, well, one of them is, uh, and so I'm using it. Here it is. Um, email, text, all that kind of stuff. Go to talk to the core gmail.com. If you want to text us 801-471-0462, that's 801-10-HAMS. Not really. Don't try it. Wasn't it 1-800-10-HAMS? It was never, it was never 1-800. It was always 801, but I think it's. 801-10-HAMS. It's weird because 801 is like, it sounds like we're saying 1-800, but doing a malapropism, but it's the correct one. And 1-800 is the malapropism. Let me think here. 10? Just yell 10-HAMS into the phone until somebody (laughs) puts you through to our phone. (laughs) Oh, I love that idea. Yeah. Um, anyway, this one, hams. This, is, hams. this is from Nightwing, who uh, took time off from his busy work in <laughs> nice. Gotham City. Yeah, uh, got to keep stuff oh, clean. Blood in that Haven, town. really. Exactly. Oh, that's right. That's true. Little suburb business. Uh, Dear Core Crew, says Nightwing, I was enjoying your episode quite a bit when you mentioned the term parasocial relationship. My daughter was in a car with me at the time, and I asked if she knew what that term meant. 
because it was new to me. She did her best to explain to me, and then to drive the point home, she said, quote, you know how you think the core guys are your friends, but you never actually met them, unquote? That's an example. Wow. After the initial sting, I told uh, her that you all were, in fact, my friends. She just rolled her eyes. <laughs> Keep up the great work, Nightwing. I love that email. It's fantastic. Yeah, that's we parasocial. We are your friend, Nightwing. We uh, actually are. We would hang play with you. This, play this for your, sure. for your daughter. Yeah. We're, Tell your we're daughter. Nightwing's we're friends. Best friends we ever. Yep. We're such good friends, we call them Nightwing. Yeah. Their preferred name. Yeah, that's exactly right. To you, right. Dad, but to us... Nightwing, our friend. I don't know. Are we causing psychological harm though? Saying that, no, it is parasocial. I'll bet he's. I'll bet he's because there's too much tongue in cheek in this email for me to worry about him. And also, if I met him in Vegas or or at a meetup or something, I'm. It's true. You you would hang with him at the meetups and stuff, and it would become just a social relationship at that point. Yeah, no more para, only social. After that, the two am. But it's always, yeah, I guess. Yeah, and congratulations to you for taking getting owned by your kid. Well, like <laughs> I agree. Yeah, you definitely kid, got. If your daughter if did your do it, knows number. parasocial relationship, and you don't, and then it hurts when they, it gets explained to you, like you got owned, and you know, uh, you. Ha- it sounds like you handled it well. Yeah, one of my fa- favorite emails in a long time. It's really good. It's real good. Yeah, I loved it. So thank you for that, and uh, we hope to meet you one day, Nightwing, and consummate our relationship. Oh, one other thing I was going to say. I think my relationship with Judy might be a little parasocial. I know she's not real. <laughs> she's also not into you. <laughs> no. I know, but I, I think want her to be. I think it's a different name when it's not real, right? Or is it still parasocial? You know what I have with her? It's not even, it's not, I'm not attracted to her. Uh-huh. I'm not. I want to, <laughs> I want to protect her. I worry about her because she's a mm. delicate person uh-huh. She's a sweet. She has no, a sweet I, nature. I can. I can vouch no, for this. No, Scott's getting himself on a list right no, now. No, it's real. No, <laughs> I, it's no, real. This. I a just want to take her to my house and feed her <laughs> pop tart and honey sandwiches. Yeah, I mean it's weird, but it's not a. Sex and if thing. I put a couple of my eyelashes in there, yeah. that's for good luck. Yeah, I'm not doing any of that. It's not creepy. It's just a kind of like it. It. It sparks a part of your like protector dad brain. She I don't does, know. I she feel does that, that. times about K-pop artists where it's just like, oh, I hope they have a, you know, I hope the room is air conditioned and they're like feeling okay and they're well fed. I'm not like, there's not like romance in my mind. I'm just like, I hope they're like having a nice day. <laughs> like yeah. that's kind of, yeah. it's, it's just a weird, and I'm like, why do I give a shit? Like, I got to stop caring about this. It's parasocial. This is, this is like, how my wife is with, uh, so Post Malone lives out here most of his, most of the time now. He lives in. I hope couple, he's having a good day today. A couple, <laughs> couple of houses here in Salt Lake City. Or one up in the canyon and then one down here. Anyway, um, she she every time she sees him looking a little rough on stage or something like maybe he's drinking a little too much or something's going on she always goes oh, i wish i could just meet him i'd bring him here we'd feed him we'd make sure he had a really good meal i know his mom lives in texas but i could do a lot to help him out and we'd just make sure he always knew he had yeah. a safe place to come have dinner if it's just too wild where in his world with the people are always trying to get his attention and she's like i'm like kim that is like literally like parasocial thing he's never he doesn't know who we are it was never going to happen she goes i know but i just worry about him and i think that's i well, get a little bit of that for judy i just worry we're about confusing her. the parasocial term right because it's a, the one-way relationship yeah i think when you want to take care of someone that you don't know it, like it, they're both parasocial but like it's like 
it's like a nurturing instinct that's kicking in that someone's provoking in you. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not because yeah. your point is not that is it parasocial or not. The point is like I'm not trying to bang Judy. I'm just trying to make sure she has some soup. Yeah, and she keeps calling you know I mean? me like, with these terrible. <laughs> she calls me with terrible problems, and I worry. And she's always saying, "Well, I guess yeah. I'll be okay. Take care of V." And I'm like, "Oh man, I wish I could go do more." Or I like, want to make she, sure she's safe. Yeah, and she's in that, that place doing secure. BDs. The BDs world you know. is not a good world. The BDs are basically the future yeah, porn she, world, she, and it's, she edits porn all day. Like that's what she does. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, oh, and but she's so lonely. She goes home and works on mechanic stuff. Yeah, she builds models. And you want to be like, listen, listen, like, Kim and I have a home. Like, why don't you come live here? You won't have to edit porn anymore. You can just go in the garage and work on your toys all day. And, like, we won't ask anything of you. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to lock the door. That's to keep people out. It's a weird instinct. (laughs) No, no, you're adding creepy shit in, John. Yeah, John (laughs) keeps adding creepy shit I'm just saying that it is a hair away, and I'm not saying anybody's doing anything creepy. I just want you all to know that you you are close to the line. I just want you to know where the line is and how close you are to it. It's like the warning in VR. When when you do here, here's a VR analogy for you, Bo. When you Uh, do the VR where you're in a room, it detects when you're getting close to a wall. Yeah. And it warns you. Yeah. You haven't yeah. hit the wall yet, but it tells you you're getting awfully damn close to that wall. Yeah. I'm just putting up the wall, the little warning to Scott. You're getting right. real right. close to creepy. John's a green. Yet. John's like right. a green John, don't shoot. wall. We, we, line's John here. doesn't want us to shoot the messenger, a.k.a. him. He's the line reporter telling us, you know. <laughs> it's, yeah, we can. It's, right, it's right there. It's in your eyes. Just That's, that's amazing. Just a hair's uh, breath yeah. away from hitting that wall. Well, I, I can tell you, I, I got I, a, I got a great big list of new friends that we can, that we can, and we have no parasocial relationship with any of these people. They're just cool new people. So I can't quite believe this, but I went ahead and double checked. This many people joined our Patreon since we last talked. Right? Holy shit, you guys! You guys I know. are crazy. This is amazing. By the way, yeah. Thank you. This, yeah. It's always got to say thank you. This like you crazy. are, you are making a young man's, three young men's dreams come true. With this. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm getting too old to be called a young anything anymore. Yeah. But one's a grandfather. Yeah, one of them has actual grandkids. <laughs> one's one's a dad. <laughs> And the other one's getting and earrings. He's the, and he's the youngest one. I wish I was getting earrings. I could do that, I guess. Why not? Who's to say I shouldn't? Maybe I will. You can. Just get something cool in there. Like the, I, I, I avoided a lot of stuff due to like, you know, just poop, being poo-pooed on as a younger person. Yeah, so you got to like, try oh, it now. I get it. Cares. Yeah. You're yeah. going to have your, you dyed your hair pink the other year. <laughs> <laughs> the other year. <laughs> okay. You want to know? You want to know how young this crew is we talk about things in terms of years of the other year <laughs> the other year you were dying your hair were you not that was that was just a year that's ago, right so. i did it it was purple not pink i should I make need to that dye clear. my hair too by the way it's, i've been vanilla haired for too long vanilla hair i like it lean over into the sink and uh, cyberpunk style and fix that up yeah, you uh, gotta focus on some of these names though because half of them are inside jokes. oh they're amazing all right so i'll just read through these tyson b uh, that's normal enough, right? Thank you, Tyson. Yep. Uh, Thank does you. does a or does underscore a underscore bow underscore shit underscore in underscore the underscore woods? Yes, Bo does shit in the woods. How do you get a username like that? Like, what does Patreon think? I don't know, man. It's crazy. Uh, a Zixia, uh, or Zixa? Is that how you say that guy's name? He's been around our community forever. I would say Azixa. Azixa. Every reason chat, what? I say Azixa. Azixa. I right. call him a Zixa. 
Okay, Azixa. Well, I Azixa. say Azixa because they capitalized the last day. It's clearly See, the start I've, of something new. I'm pretty new. sure it's been many years, but I've played Azixa. I played Azixa. I played Overwatch with Azixa so a I. long time ago. Or maybe yeah. it was maybe, well, maybe yeah. Heroes. If Azixa wanted to be Azixa, then that second A needs to be lowercase. <laughs> so what do you call him? Uppercase, it's Azixa. Right. What do you call him? Azixa? Okay. Just like if I wrote J-O-N capital J, that's John J, not Jonj. Jonj. That's the judge. That's the John John Sounds like a disease. I mean, as as XA is in the chat, they yeah. can correct it, but I'm just gonna say that no matter what, I'm right. I'm just saying that dude's been around forever. He has always been cool, supportive, and awesome. Been listening, I think, even the instance days. It's just great to have him here. So thank you for that. Christopher Acuna, Zachary Whitesell, Nuts Phenom. <laughs> Do you remember this one? Uh, Do you I know this, this reference? I remember this. This was uh, my name is Nuts Phenom on account of I got phenomenal nuts. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, yep, I remember that. That one's good. Eric Hodges, Michael Roberts, Snowburn one eighty two, kind of a cool uh, punk cyberpunk name. Nick Blair, Brocklin Olson, Dixon Butts. and butts and butts and butts. It's mm-hmm. like a rap song. Dixon butts, butts and, and butts, butts and butts and butts and butts. Be your hot yeah, new something song. Little Pump would sing, I think. Uh, Vince Char- Charon, Char- Charion, Charon, I think. Wait, is BG3 bonus oh, episode not a new Sorry, Patreon? sorry. Yeah, there's a new, sorry, I skipped it. BG3 bonus episode is a name in here. Which 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 leads me to my theory in a second. Um, Vince Charon. Well, that has um. That, but I just want to say that has like the trailer park boys. You know, and they call the baby baby motel because Ricky yeah. filled in the form wrong. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that kind of thing. At least his name isn't piss jugs. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Philip Counterman, Robert Bertolozzi, uh, uh-huh. Michael Walters, Scurry Crow. That's cool. Splend Life. No, Splend. Yeah, Splend, Splend Life. and Roberto. Splend Life. seen a lot in chat rooms. Uh, Travis, Tom Norman. We know him. Tom's Norm. He's great. Derek Van Dusen, uh, Milton Harper, and Vincent Hamura. These are all brand new people. I don't know what happened. Awesome. Well, I have a theory. So even one of them called themselves BG3 bonus episode. I think people got wind that you guys are going to do that spoilery BG3 deep dive. And they went, what? Mm. I got to hear that. So uh, I think a whole bunch of people signed up for that. Some of them may only come in, get that, and then go. I don't know. But we're just happy to have you here. So we should do more Patreon exclusive content. Boy, I think that where uh, Bo and I talk for literally an entire another three hours. Yeah. I well, I think you know, Baldur's Gate threes don't come around every year. Like if I don't think anyone's gonna want to listen to three hours about Scarlet Maiden. I don't even know if I can do three (laughs) hours. But you know, we can't it's like the Diablo thing. Like I like I got so much attention during my hardcore run of Diablo Four on my Twitch channel that you know I, like I had a little bit of not depression but you know it's like it's so quiet in my Twitch channel now I was so busy before yeah they were here for the hot how do, business how do I get it busy again it's like sometimes it's just what people are into watching it's nothing to do with us personally yeah. so but having I don't you, know if, even if we only get these guys for a month or whatever their plans are. It, it means a lot. So thank you. It you really guys. does. Yeah. Like the, the support is huge. I have eight full-time shifts left over two weeks. Oh my gosh. And I am out and I don't know what I'm doing in my life. But I need a bit of time to recover from work burnout, I think. Yeah. You know, yeah. And figure out, you know, what I'm doing next. But um, I'm still doing core, obviously. But you have enabled it. The supporters, all 700 plus of you. Yeah. 
your um, enablers. Even even you does a bow shit in the woods. Like you've now helped. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So thank you, and I hope to I hope that we continue to honor your support for years to come and do other cool shit that you know you guys have been asking. A lot of people want me to DM again. Yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking, you know, loud and hard. Is that how thinking works? Wait, what? I'm thinking loud You're thinking and hard. Loud about, and hard. You know, okay. How, All right. Yeah, but how to do that? I don't want to. Um I don't want thanks to you guys. You are the underpinning, for, at least for me, for my support. I know Scott, you have other projects. Yeah, this but this, 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 this I'm, year, I've said it before. This is my, and this is no offense to anyone else I work with. All right, but this is so much fun to make, and it's the fastest growing thing we're doing. So it's in some ways it's like uh, it's massive. Like we, I haven't had this kind of growth for a show since the instance, and that was like in the early days, like oh eight you know, something yeah. 07 or whatever. This is like, uh, this, this show is a big, big deal to me personally. I know it is to you guys and I know it is to our listeners. So we're going to be good stewards of it. We're going to keep doing our best. And the more support we get from you, the better it will be, the more we I can do, an, you know, I know we want, I know we're wrapping up the show, but I do have an anecdote related to this that I forgot to put in the show notes Yeah, that I wanted to tie back into this. If I can tell it, go ahead. I was yeah. at work today yeah. and I was out having a cigarette. I don't talk about it much because I don't like to promote smoking. It's yeah. terrible for you. Don't do it. But I said, I have a cigarette yeah. with a crusty, well, I shouldn't say that in case he listens, but you know, he's kind of more of a right wingy kind of guy. Just okay. Sure. I'm up that way. He's a nice person. I like him, but sure. he's sometimes conversations are difficult, but you're at work and you'd be polite. And, um, and he, you know, he looks at me and he says, you know, that security guard that used to work here, he's not here anymore. Uh, she talked about you and she hasn't been here for months. And I said, Oh, Okay, don't like where this is going. And then he says, she said that every morning when you come in, unlike any other person in the whole building, you have a smile on your face. Aww. And you look at the security guard in the eye and you nod. And you got a, and no one else has a smile on their face in the whole building but you. And he was kind of saying it like, like kind of drugs you're on. That's like weird. <laughs> and I was like, that was like, I don't think it was intended as a compliment, but I was like, that's sometimes when you, how you hope you come across, you get feedback unsolicited. And I'm like, that's great. Mm. I do come in with a smile every morning. And he's like, how, how do you, how, how, why? What, what? And I just said, well, you know, I'm not a parent and you know, I'm not in a relationship. <laughs> like, no, my life's a lot, my life's a lot easier, <laughs> but I didn't tell him the real reason, which maybe I should have. But, you know, you're being polite at work. I'm not, I don't know. I try not to just, I try not to brag. This is a different thing, but I'm trying not to brag because I'm leaving work, right? And everyone's like, so you're retiring? No, I'm going to have a job. They're like, but what are you doing? I'm doing a podcast. And there's like question marks over people's head. Like, how do you, you know, like they're very confused about how this is working. Yep. All right. Yep. Um, but all that to say is the real reason I come in with a smile every morning is because of you Listener, John and Scott, the core thing, mm. it literally is my happiness. Aww. And what I'm thinking in my head, even though I answered differently, was just like, it's because I got something awesome in my life and not everyone is fortunate to have that like project or thing they work on or thing that gives them meaning. And the show is what does it for me. Uh, you guys do it for me. What we've built, what we may do in the future, the excitement over having possibilities, all enabled uh, even the non non-financial supporters, I'm glad you're here too. It's not to exclude oh, yeah. you, but yeah, the patron course. supporters are really sort of, they're really doing the thing that, you know, 
I, I, I would look and be like, I wish I could do something like that. And now it's happening. Yeah. So that's the reason why I have a smile on my face every day. Oh, you guys are awesome. That's so nice. I, I was afraid they were going to say, yeah, the security officer said that uh, you were putting weed up your butt in the bathroom or something weird like that. I didn't know how where that was going to go, but it went in a very no, nice no, place. No, it was a wholesome. It was a wholesome. I was like, it was. I haven't. I don't get a lot of unsolicited compliments. Sure. For my real life. Here's like, here's my impression of Bo when he says, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm doing a podcast," and everyone went, "Oh, that's not right. That doesn't sound right at all. That's supposed to be the Metal Gear sound. Why is that so wrong?" Hold on. No, that ain't it. Well, that's fantastic. I blew the blew the whole thing for me. Thanks, soundboard. Uh, all right, that, that's gonna do it. Oh, and uh, some reasons to join other than just our cool stories. Uh, we also give you things. All right, we mail you stuff in the mail. Uh, there's a video game related art print that we get sent out every month uh, for a level of the show. You never get commercials. You get pre show content every every week. You get monthly bonus Working episodes. On some new music. You can get a download of it. That's right. All of it. Mm. Is yours. It can be yours if you but just hop over now to patreon.com slash core show, which I forgot to mention before. Okay, that is it for us. We do like to have this little tradition where Fast Grandma takes the mic, catches us up on what we played. Should be an easy one this week. Uh, Grandma, take it away. Well, you'd think that, but remembering what you talked about way back... When the sun was still shining in the skies, harder than you might think. The boys this week, they all played Cyberpunk 2077. It's got a new expansion. They talked about both the main game and the expansion. The expansion's Phantom Liberty, in case you don't know. Uh It's got your Keanu Reeves, that's the base game, and your Idris Elba, that's the the expansion. (laughs) So just look for the celebrity you want, and then you know which one you got. Scott also played Dead Link. It's a game. It's a boomer shooter. Uh, oh, no. That, <laughs> Grandma, no, don't say that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a boomer shooter that's like uh, cyberpunk in style. Yeah. And that's the game he played and talked about. I just wanted to really make sure that Scott Johnson knew <laughs> that this game is definitely a boomer shooter. Yeah, for no reason. Yeah. Uh, uh, John kept playing his little wrestling game, telling little stories with all his friends, and you don't want to talk about parasocial relationships. <laughs> it's wrestling in the ring right there every week. <laughs> Bo also played Doom Eternal: The Ancient Gods. Yeah. It's Doom Eternal in DLC form, and if you like pornography. <laughs> Scarlet Maiden was the game that Bo played. Let me ask you, how many hands does it take to play that game? Both hands. Uh-huh. Okay. One vampire c- survivor's grandma. One to control. Two out of ten. That's it. That's what they played. Wow. Fantastic roundup. Uh, if I were you people at home, I'd go and play a bunch of video games this week because we'll be back next week with more. Should be our normal day, Thursday, I believe. Uh, so come on back for that. We hope you enjoyed yourselves. I know we did. Have a good one, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Get more at frogpants.com. Work good, good more than bad. Work good, good more than bad. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.